Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 14. I am your host, Skids, and with me is Yard Sale. Good evening. And we got Fence Post. Oh, hi. How are you? And we got more. We got Bob. What's going on? And we got Ben. What's up? All right. Welcome back. Uh, fence post. Yeah. Glad you could make it back from the uh, tubing trip. Yeah. It was uh, it was fun. Yeah. Lost my pants. <laughs> you lost your pants. <laughs> you didn't let anybody follow you there, did you? No. That's my spot. Yeah. No, I keep it a secret. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. Mike was quite unhappy that you uh, found out his spot, man. Yeah, we can share, though. Join custody type thing. Can you? Yeah. I don't think so. That's that's my spot, man. Took my spot. Find a new one. Uh, <laughs> you can have it. it. Wasn't that great? <laughs> Your spot oh, sucks, gosh. man. Yeah. No. In all actuality, I was programming equipment all through the night. It was terrible. You guys had way more fun than I did. Is that right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, first things first, I would like to uh, thank everyone for listening and downloading, streaming, however you do that. And we certainly do appreciate it. Uh, we currently, as of, I don't think it was today, it was a few days ago, but we have 220 followers now. So that's pretty cool. Of course, Scott is back. Uh, and uh, Gucci has a baby boy here. So Zach Woo-hoo. is here. Yeah. Happy baby birthday, Gucci. Zach. Yeah. Congratulations, uh, Turiak family. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God, it rhymes. So Dan's Dan's off work for two weeks, so that means Zach will be doing pyro flips by what? Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. next That's, week. I was yeah. gonna say Wednesday, but I like Tuesday better. <laughs> fair, fair. So, lots happened in the last couple of weeks, huh? A bunch. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Mike, you sold some stuff. I did. Didn't you? What'd you uh, sell? Well, not, not officially yet. Oh, it's not official? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, why don't we uh, dive into our weeks and let's hear about it. Okay. Go ahead. So, man. I'll start off. So, here I was, sitting in my family room, watching TV, and I hear some faint screams. And I look out my window, and it sounds like they're coming from North Carolina. <laughs> Kevin, you know anything about that? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, maybe you can fill us in later. I'm, I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> so I went out and flew with Dave on Saturday. I snuck in a couple flights. I didn't get a whole day worth of flying. Uh, me and Dana had some stuff we had to get go out and do so i took the nx4 uh did the maiden flight on that thing that thing is a freaking rocket ship man (laughs) i cannot believe how much power that thing has yeah i didn't expect it to make that big a difference and it's it's still two turns out on each needle factory settings wow so you stretched it once bigger than you went down what size blades is it running now it's 480s now, so I stretched it to the 550s, mm-hmm. uh, but the blades, I didn't even realize that the, the bolt was a different size, mm-hmm. 
and I couldn't find a shim or a sleeve or whatever to put in there to make them work. So I was like, you know what? Instead of upgrading the head to the X5 head, I'm just going to go back down okay. to uh, the 480 size. And I thought about doing just a standard X5 boon. I could run 510s, but then I'm like, you know what? That's kind of close to the Synergy 556. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to. I figured with the 480 blades, it would definitely have enough uh, head speed. The only thing that I was worried about was the disc loading on it with the smaller disc. But it flies really good, man. I, I'm enjoying it. And whenever it does hit the ground, it's going to be fatal. <laughs> that thing, that thing moves fast. It reminds me of flying my uh, XL five twenty. Nice. How were so the collective stops? They they weren't too bad. I didn't do too many of them because it was uh, it was still I'm still breaking it in. So it was a lot of like big air hurricane stuff like that. Oh nonsense! I didn't really load and unload too much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 pretty wild. So it wasn't it wasn't soggy like I was expecting it to be because I was kind of expecting it to be a little bit soggy with everything because of the extra weight and the smaller disc. But it, mm -hmm. it was actually flew pretty good. Nice. Yeah. So because the fact that you, uh, well, you said 480. So what is the longest blade that you can run on that boom size? On the one that I have. Yeah. I believe 480 is the max. Four, so yeah, okay. So what blades are you running? Uh, the Rotortech 480s. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. I didn't realize they had a 480. Yep. Hmm. Well, very cool. Yeah, that thing with the 55 is ballistic. It's an aminer. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy. Like it. It never came off the mid needle. Nice. That's and awesome. it was like. It's unbelievable. If you, you ever gotta, want to try, try it, if you ever want to try it, and you want those spacers, I have those blade spacers. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe if I mangle this one up and don't <laughs> destroy the rest of it, which I think is going to be doubtful. <laughs> well, it's going full rekit. You'd have to change yeah. out the blade grips. Is what you'd have to do. No, well, unless you use these spacers, then you don't. Right. Although, at what point do you stop trusting a three mil bolt? To hold right. blades on <laughs> right. That's true. And right now I have it set for twenty six fifty. Nice. Dear Jesus. At speed. <laughs> so uh yeah, that might not be a good idea with the <laughs> have U bolts. bolts at the end. Right. <laughs> what pinion are you using with that? Uh the nineteen two. It is a nineteen? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So twenty yep. would be as if it's a NX well, an actual NX four, like four twenty five. 20 what do you mean 20 or that be he wants to know the stock gear ratio yeah that would actually be less oh, I'm sorry. i think it so comes 20. it comes with a 17 factory i yeah. believe so 20 Put would that be one if you're it. running a 550 uh i think a lot of guys are running the 19 on the fight well i know keith williams was running the 17 on his and getting 2500 oh wow and he went, he got the 19, and I think he went up to like 28 or 29, maybe. Mm. That thing and, is amazing. Yeah, he said that it's, it might, it doesn't quite have the torque for that high of a head speed, but uh, it'll do it. Mm -mm -mm. That's cool. So, yeah, it's fun to play around with. Yeah. So uh, I made a decision. I need to have a modern nitro kit 
the NX7 flies great, and but it's it's kind of older, right? Bobby Watts designed it back in his heli days. Mm-hmm. And I jumped on the pre-order for the Protoss Nitro kit after hearing everybody's excitement about it. I talked to Dan and Tom Shin, and they said uh, that basically it's a no-brainer to, to just go ahead and order it. Yeah. So I uh, got that pre-ordered, so I am going to strip the NX7 down, and the guy that I bought it from... Uh, the deal we made because I, I bought the NX7 off of him for 150 bucks. So the deal I made with him was if I ever sold it, it would get offered to him first. So I asked him if he wanted it, and he said yes. So I'm stripping it down, and it's making its way back to him. Nice. Yeah. So when is it that you should get the Protos? Like, is there a date yet? Uh, well, it was scheduled for the end of February. Mm-hmm. But I think with all this coronavirus stuff that's going on, they have like the borders shut down. Yeah. Like uh, they're not shipping anything in or out. And I think China actually closed down a bunch of factories. I read today, like oh, they're wow. not letting people go into work. So there's no production even happening. So I don't know how long that's going to delay it. Uh, but I think hopefully it's not too long. Oh. Kung flu is running rampant. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, sweet and sweet and sour sick. That's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else you got there, yard sale? <laughs> Damn you, round eye! <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, uh, the only other thing I've been up to is working on stuff for our fun fly with Dave. Uh, Dave got the sanction put in for that and we just kind of been working on getting raffle stuff set up um, and getting things lined up for that. So we're working on a flyer. We should be able to have a flyer to post up and uh, get passed around. I think I'm going to go. There's a there's a local swap meet for a couple clubs, I think, in a week or so. So I'm hoping to get the flyer done by then so I can go up there and kind of pass it out and See if we can't drag some more people in from our area that aren't out here having fun with us already, you know? So going to be shirts? I uh, don't know. We've talked about doing shirts in the past. Uh, the only problem with the shirts is we would need a way to do, like, a pre-registration so we know what size everybody needs. Right. Or else we'd have to buy a whole bunch of shirts so we have everybody's size accommodated. But... Uh, I don't know. We haven't really got that far into it yet to whether we're going to have shirts. And then we also talked about getting some to sell or just, you know, throwing an extra five dollars on the pilot registration. And, you know, when you register, you get a shirt for free. So. Uh So working that stuff out. So there may be shirts. I'm not 100 percent sure yet. Uh, Chances are there probably won't be this year, but you never know. We'll see how things work out. Okay. Sounds good. So that's pretty much it. All right. Um. So Scott, you want to go ahead and go? Yeah. So uh, I think I crashed my Oxy once. It was fun right before the event, and I was trying not to crash it, and ended up putting it in. Mm-hmm. So then I had to rebuild it pretty quick before the chill out, and then proceeded to crash it at the chill out as well. That was fun. (laughs) Love working on things constantly. It's my favorite thing. 
Uh, I did manage to get my hands on some nitro because DePaulo was a no-show. So I bought all your nitro, DePaulo. Thank you very much. Good luck getting more. <laughs> and yeah, just did chill out stuff. I haven't right. unfortunately flown since the chill out, though. Right. Well, we're going to yeah. get into that later, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the whole purpose of this. Well, cool. I, well, I see it from a different perspective, but some might have thought that I almost killed them over the weekend at Chill Out. You did. You almost killed me. But. There was screaming. I don't mm. recall hearing screaming, but. I did. There was screaming. Because you were in the zone. You can hear any jumping. You were running and screaming. <laughs> Scott I became part people of the were heading ground. for the hills. I even seen people running, yelling, Godzilla! Godzilla! Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. Well, like that. Kind of like the flyer is what it looked like. I thought you guys did a skit. Yeah. I mean, That's exactly how it went down. You know, I'm used to doing that maneuver. So, um, you know, it wasn't really weird to me. But I will say, Bob wanted to give me the dad talk. So, <laughs> yes, I did. Um, yeah, he did. He was like, well, Bob's been closer, buddy. What's that? Bob's been scarred. Oh, has he? Yeah. Well. Yeah, our our buddy Dave made <laughs> made Bob fall on the ground one day. Oh, was that oh right? He made him dive. Mm. I tripped. Yeah, it came in close, and I ended up tripping myself, and down I went. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So I'm sure it was funny for everybody watching. Did anyone yell lower when you tripped? <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Like lower. Well, the, the thing that made it even better was only about six, six or seven weeks off of knee surgery when it happened. Oh, oh no! Yeah, so that was it was a good time. No need. Yeah, so my Dave had to buy Bob a new knee. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but we can get more into that later. Uh, but we can definitely talk about the chill out, which is why we are here tonight. So, uh, Bob, anything before the chill out, anything happen when you, when your past couple weeks since you were on with us last time? Uh, no, not really. Just kind of getting all my stuff, trying to make sure it was going to be ready for the chill out Yeah, and making sure it was working order and, and just kind of really getting my juices flowing for this year again. I'm kind of excited to do some flying more this year. Nice. <laughs> what about like six plus hours in a car with Shaggy? Uh, it was actually a little bit more than that. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh, well, actually, no, I lie. With Shaggy, it was only three hours on the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I had three and a half. It was supposed to be three and a half, but ended up being five hours to get to him. Mm. Lovely weather. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty crappy. Was... Yeah, Friday morning was a bad drive getting there, but it was well worth it. Yeah. <laughs> what Other are you than laughing that, at, no. Mike? <laughs> oh, I'm just having a good old time over here. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> I, no, I was doing I was doing a fake like a like a trying to hide my laugh. I heard Bob, Bob, after Bob said his juice is flowing, <laughs> and nobody said nothing. And I'm thinking I'm I'm picturing Kevin going over. What the hell was that? And I'm gonna have to freaking edit that out. Damn it! Who the hell was that? Yeah, and then well, it made me laugh harder. Kicking in there, huh? Nope. Yeah. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. <laughs> I'm not editing nothing in this show. I'm just gonna. No, there you go. go. Organic. That's a spirit. Scott, why get you, back in your car. Why are you interrupting my replay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Where was that Dremel at? <laughs> yeah, I got some more shit to grind up. 
Hey, hey, hey. This is my time. Why are you oh, cutting sorry, into my Bob. time? Oh, sorry, Bob. Sorry, my... No, 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 sorry, that's okay. Bob. It's all right. Cut into my time. That's that's fine. I'll sit here. I'll wait. Let me know when you're done. We're done. <laughs> so am I, actually. So, yeah. Other than that, I was ready for the, the chill out. And uh, that's it. Perfect. I won't that's go it. more into it. We'll We'll cover everything that happened from there on out. All right. Ben, what you got? We took the... N7 up for its remaiden after the little mishap when we went to Charlotte mm-hmm. several weeks ago. Right. That was its first flight, and Skids was gracious enough to help me make sure that the motor was running in tune and all that good stuff. And that's really been it. Yeah. Did a did a little bit of simming before the week week leading up to it, but really. My life's not all that exciting. <laughs> ben, Ben, I got a quick question for you. All right. So after Kevin helped you make sure it's run, did you try to start that engine a second time by chance? Oh, I did. Okay. Did it did it work out? It, it did. Oh wow! It did. It, it's uh, it's an OS, not an OIS. Oh, oh man! Got it. Here it got comes. It. Yeah, here it comes. <sighs> Makes sense. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to let it go, Ben, because I like you. Not even Kevin can screw those well, I appreciate up. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still remember the look on Kevin's face the first time we started it. Brand new motor out of the box, and it hit on the first try. What? Mm. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Too bad it can't hit the power band. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, while we're trying to hit the power band, you're over there cleaning your regulators. She, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I tell you, that's what's wrong with the 700X in. It just needs an OS. Is that what it is? All right. It ran great when I had the OS in there. <laughs> okay. it would run great if the clutch wasn't destroyed. I don't mm-hmm. know who sold it yeah. to him. It ran so good the clutch. There's a screwed. brand new clutch. Yeah, it didn't bite. <laughs> Started spooling up around half stick. It's a steel one. That's what they all do. Mm. Yeah. Then every time I took off to go like fly, it would just the blades would stall. They start slowing down. <laughs> What's well, because you had a YS in it? Oh, jeez! All that power and torque. Oh, ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> Easy now, Tim Allen. <laughs> Your wife's gonna come in and be like, "You all right?" <laughs> just woke the kids up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, well, let's move this along. Uh, let's see. Who's who's next? Let's see. Uh, Fence Post. Yeah, what's hot? What's going oh, on these days? Oh, boy, we're already on that, huh? Yeah, okay. let's hit it. Man, so first of all, Protos Nitro. Everyone heard about it, but we got to play with it. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to like it. I don't need another Nitro in my life because I have too many Nitros in my life. But I really want one. <laughs> so it, it feels very, very connected. It feels light in the air. Um, they were running it at low head speed, low rates, and it was still enjoyable. And I'm not going to lie, the finish of the helicopter, like the quality of how it looks, I was impressed. I was surprised. Yeah. So even the, the carbon in the frames is like a really nice two by two twill. So it looks like the Glogo frames, the boom, the way the, the carbon is built and the boom or molded on the boom. It looks really, really nice. It's all exposed. And the uh, the head and tail, everything was nicely built. So uh, I'm pretty upset that I like it because that's going to cost me a lot of money now. <laughs> I'll agree with you. 
I'll agree with you. It really did look very nice. I mean, the fit and finish and, and whatever. I mean, it was, it's just, I, well, whether it helps out or not, when the when the carbon looks that good, it's just, you know, you can't help but look at it and stare at it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. I was, and even when I flew it too, I was like, please don't fly good. Please don't fly good. <laughs> and it flew so good. If I was to describe it, I'd say it flies in the air. It feels like the logo does, the logo, but it doesn't feel like I'm going to break it. Like it feels like you can be mean to it. So it's like a cross between the Glogo and the, the, what do you call it? The black nitro. Right. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty stoked. Wow. So now I just got to figure out what, what hell he goes to, to replace it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, other than that, blackout mods doing awesome stuff again. I don't know if you guys saw the fuel tank that he made, but he did a, it looked like a 12 K carbon weave fuel tank so most of it was black carbon and then he did a little fiberglass view window do you guys see that yeah 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 Yeah, i made i made fun of gucci because he said look how sweet this is and i'm like you can't even see how much fuel's in there yeah he's like it's got a window dumbass (laughs) that that too and then most of us use timers anyway so whatever yeah yeah like the gas for the fuel tanks under the canopy so whatever you don't use timers on nitro i do because I have too much fun, I forget what's happening, and I run them clean out. <laughs> I need the radio to yell at me go, hey, hey, land. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's not a problem with the gasser. Mm. Why? Yeah, you fall asleep. Because you can no, fly that thing for a week. All the time. My only flies for like eight minutes when I'm beating on it. Mm. Well, you try to fall asleep, but you never will be able to, because it sounds like oh, a cat in heat in front of you. Mm-hmm. Usa, breathe. Yeah. Oof. Don't get mad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're bringing a buzz down, Mike. I know. He's killing the vibe here. Yeah, really. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just tired of all this. We went from goblins. We finally moved past that. Now it's all this gasser crap. Yeah. Yeah. I think think the answer is at the end of that beer bottle you're drinking there, okay? I got two more, so hopefully one of them has it. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Whatever. All right, let's go. Anyway. News, news. Yeah, yeah, that. HeliDirect. They now offer miniature aircraft parts. So they've got their stock in. They've got all the stuff. So if all you guys are flying gassers, you can now get parts there. If you fly the 720 and the the Nitro one, you got that stuff there too. But I want to say that most of the guys that fly MA right now are flying gassers. So Did they they ever, uh, miniature aircraft, ever redo the Whiplash? Yeah. Because remember when the new owners came, they kind of redid the was the gasser first right yeah and then they ended up going to the electric and then the nitro well they have the v2 upgrade for i believe the get the nitro v2 okay yeah hmm. yeah i forgot about that one yeah and what was uh, uh gucci mentioning something about the um the fury 55 or i guess they're calling it the 57 now but is it is yeah. it now available is that what he was saying so if you look on their site, it shows that it's now available. Nice. So we can start ordering it. Cool. I'm kind of curious to see what they changed. I know that they have all that new black anodizing stuff all around it, like mm-hmm. they do with all the V2 changes. But I'm genuinely curious to see like what actually changes. Because my buddy Kyle Wells just got a Fury 55 because he was getting tired of waiting. So he just pulled the trigger on one of those. Mm-hmm. His thinking was that MA usually releases an update kit. So he'll just buy the update kit and update his 55 to a 57. Right. Yeah, and he's, he's running that with that YS-56, is it? Hear that, Mike? 
Nothing? Sorry. I was swigging my beer. Oh. <laughs> Trying to wash all this shit away. Oh, God. So I've heard, actually, that, well, this was years ago, of course, but, you know, when the T-Rex 600 was hot, you know, of course, the Fury 55 came out, and I think maybe the N5 was around around that time, too. But I will say this. I mean, man, there was a lot of people that loved that Fury 55. I don't know that a lot of people bought it because it was a pricier kit even back then, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know the people who flew it or, or commented on it uh, in videos and things like that that were not sponsored by, you know, MA, uh, they were super impressed with it. So, um you Wasn't know. there an electric version too? Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, was. That was the Furion um, six. Six, yeah, yeah. Yep. I got you. And I think <laughs> thank you. Dude. Uh, one of them, like you could go. Uh, which direction could you go? Was it like you could go from the the nitro to electric? Because they did it as a kit for a while. Do you remember mm, that? Kind of uh, like the NEX six is doing. Yeah, you could. There was like. Um, you could go from nitro to electric, I think. I don't know that you could go from electric to nitro. I think it was only nitro to the Furion 6. So they sold it as like a, you know, um, electric variant, whatever, you know, a kit that you could buy. And it came with the canopy and all that stuff, too. So, Interesting. But yeah, Didn't know that. That was a long time ago. So, yeah. You're, yeah. A- you're aging yourself. <laughs> yeah, stop I've, that. Yeah, I've done that from the beginning. What else you got? Yeah, so Diabolo Nitros. There's a new batch coming. Yeah. We talked about that before, I believe. But uh, yeah, they're supposed to have the ability to run YS as well. Hmm. That was like officially announced. There was questions right. about it, rumors about it, but they finally said, yep, we're going to put in the YS pinion if you order it. So. And it's, that's not, cool. it's not call it, right? It's, it's a shank. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think I screwed that up last time, and you went right along with it. But I think it the shank shank is what we were looking for, possibly. Yeah, maybe call it shank. We just call call it the same thing. There we go. The shank, call it, call it shank. Same thing. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So it comes with one of those. Yeah. And there was another teaser video for the Oxy Nitro. No deadlines, no due date, but teasers, just teasing. Well, I think they waited too long for me. Yeah. Especially after this NX4. I still want one, but I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, as soon as it was announced, I was really excited. Right. I'll probably still get excited when it comes out, but right now I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't have... Yeah, plans. it's kind of fizzled out now. Yeah. For me, anyways. Maybe the hype will spike Hopefully. back up again. Well, you mentioning this NX4, I have a question for you. Um, going no, you to fight. the 55, was it... I mean... When you're installing everything, did it seem to go together pretty well? Like, I mean, it's not like there were parts that you had to kind of like really force things in there to make it line up or whatever. I mean, it's <coughs> a fan trout. Fan trout. Uh, yeah, yeah the, okay. the fan trout is basically non-existent right now. <laughs> There's, it goes around the fan and it makes a 90 degree bend and it's cut straight off. Like it does not okay. go around the motor at all. Like right at the top of the head. Yes, it yeah, yeah. it just sits like right at the top. Uh, the canopy, I had to cut some stuff out on the canopy to get to the needles, and it was rubbing on the throttle servo. Okay. Uh, it was hitting the throttle servo, so I had to make some adjustments for that. But everything else uh, that I can think of went to, went together pretty smooth. Hmm. Uh, I didn't I didn't care that there was no I couldn't find any kind of like instruction for it. 
like because the motor mount can be mounted different ways like it'll bolt to the motor in different orientations and there is there's two settings for that too yeah there's two different holes and you can flip it upside down and it'll still bolt up but so it uh i basically went and i think scott was on the phone with us we were on like a group call or something and he kind of hinted to me the direction it had to go and i went on google and found some pictures and kind of tried to see the mount in the picture but uh other than that everything was was pretty good okay well why don't you just roll on into uh what's in the box these days anything good uh we don't have a lot going on we have shannon posting up some pictures of some new t-shirts that he's putting out for this year yeah. so usually every year he kind of redesigns a couple t-shirts and the new ones look pretty good uh i know he had the lower ones uh, i think he took them to chill out right he did yeah did they come in sale? yeah yeah I was just red just i've red. only seen just the red as far as i know okay yeah when he gets and back. i don't know if he did he have any other new t-shirts because i know he had some other stuff he was working on but i don't know if they were ready yet but so those might be the only ones available right now so well go ahead and check those out did you pick one up kevin what's that did you buy one no i did not ben did um oh cool but uh yeah i'm actually more interested in their zip up hoodies like i uh i want to get a zip up one i have the pullover one Okay. And Ben came rolling up with the zip up and I was like, what the, man, I want one of those, you know, so. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I would love to get one of those. Um, I bought one of those at last chill out when I didn't bring a jacket or any blankets. Mm. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Shannon saved my life basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have Bob posting up some footage from the chill out, which we'll kind of dig into that in our, that's our main topic for the evening. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, there wasn't a whole lot going on cause we, uh, we're recording a little bit early, so a little bit. All right. Well, does, uh, anybody else have anything they want to add? Okay. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a short break and we will be right back. If you've been searching for a new sim, you should check out AccuRC. Aiden and his team have compiled a sim that not only allows you to change servos, blades, motors, batteries, and so much more that makes simming not only fun, but also provides the practice you need. One of the great things about AccuRC, aside from the many setup options, it also allows downloading and updating at no additional cost to you. That's right, you can test the new Kraken Nitro at no extra cost like I did. Not many other competitors can say that. AccuRC is very affordable, so check them out. Head over to AccuRC.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this evening, of course, is our coverage of the RCHO event. And, of course, with us tonight, we have Bob and Ben, who had never been before to any event at RCHO. So we brought them on, of course, to give sort of a uh, new person's perspective on what it was like to be at that event. And uh, so we brought them on to talk about it. So, Ben, Bob, how was it? That was a great time. Yeah? It absolutely was. And that's, that's the show uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> well, anyway, so Ben, why don't you uh, jump right in and kind of tell us, like, you know, what what it was like, and you know, traveling there, getting there, all that good stuff. Well, after hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of riding in the car with skids here, mm. um, it's painful, I'm sure. We, yeah, no, actually, it, it is nice to have somebody to ride along with, but. We're we're riding up the interstate there, and we turn off, and we turn on this little back road going out into this industrial complex. I'm like, <laughs> oh god, like what? Okay, yeah. uh, I'm just kind of rolling with it, you know. All right. Was Kevin looking and at we you turn funny, in, licking his lips? He's oh, I maybe once or twice, <laughs> but just roll it, and we turn into this gravel parking lot that's filled with nothing but semi trailers. I'm going, is this it? Is this and all of a sudden this logo or something pops out from behind the trailers. Of, huh. Well, this should be fun. So we go in behind the trailers and it looks like we're in someone's backyard. Literally. You know, yeah. Literally. So pull in there. I see there's only two flight stations and there's I had heard that there was out of room for the campers and I was kind of curious about that. And when I got there, I saw that they had what, probably eight, 10 campers all stacked up in this tiny corner. So we pulled up and got out and immediately started seeing some familiar faces. So that was kind of a welcome sight. See some people I haven't seen in a while. But, uh, yeah, that was first impressions were kind of, wow, you know, this is, this is even smaller than I pictured it. And I had heard that it was a pretty tight area. Now you got some, a little bit of left to right room there. You know, it's probably what, 75 yards from the pilot station to the edge of the trees. and. Probably a good hundred side to side if you count both pilot stations. What what do you uh, think you, the measurements are, Scott? I would say two seconds of full collective. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly how far that is. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> uh, and it's up to you how fast you get there. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, some people got there faster than others. Yeah, that's true. Some people. That's for sure. Some, some people may have to uh, be renamed after this event. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. I think Freefall covered, covered part of it. We'll get to that later. But uh, it is a small field. And, and something that I would like to touch on is it, it's, it feels um, it, it feels literally, I think you nailed it, Ben. It feels like somebody's backyard. Like you're kind of going over there to hang out for the evening kind of thing. And uh, you know, cause Clint's birthday bash was a lot like that. And, you know, for those of you who maybe got to go, um, you know, it, it, it was just that it was just people getting together in the backyard of Clint's, you know, uh, house there and just flying for the entire weekend. Some people would camp, you know, whatever. And, um, but that's exactly what it feels like that it doesn't feel organized, even though I would definitely venture to say that it's it is organized <laughs> you know they definitely know what's going on oh so, extremely so yeah, yeah yeah and there's definitely still room to fly like realistically what you'd say it was maybe 100 200 feet deep would you say 
I, you know, I yeah. would, I would say it's deeper than than that. Just than that. Much. Yeah, I mean, but it you might can be get a de- feet. Yeah, you can get a decent sized hurricane. Yeah. you know, before the tree line and stuff, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's tons of room left and right too. And there's only two pilot stations, so you're really not in the other guy's business. There's more room in the pilot stations than there are at most big events because usually they jam like six or seven in a small area. Right. Right. Yeah. But it the up, I thought it ended up looking like the first when you first come in, it looked small. But once you were there and how everybody was flying, you actually had a lot more room, I think, to fly than what it initially looked like. Yeah. You yeah, know, the first is one of those deals where first impressions, you kind of went, oh, you know, this isn't going to be that great. Mm-hmm. And then once you're actually kind of drive and navigate around and you park and you start looking at it, it, it ended up putting a whole new perspective on it. And after watching guys fly, there was, there was more than enough room. I mean, it was great. Well, when you're standing at the first pilot station there by the shed, right, and you're looking down towards the second flight station, you're thinking like, man, I'm going to be all in his box, right? And then you actually go down to the second uh, flight station and you look back up to the first, you're like, well, this is pretty far away, actually. It's not that, it's not that close. You actually have a good 200 feet, you know, Maybe between, well, maybe 300 feet between stations. You know, I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's a good distance, I think. Yeah, I would say probably at least that. Yeah. Does anyone, I mean, did they, did they ever put out like what the dimensions of their field are that anyone knows for sure? I, I don't. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. But either way, you know, I mean, everyone stayed in their box. There was never a moment where, you know, somebody was, I felt felt that they were uncomfortable. You know, even newer guys who were flying. I mean, no one ever suffered like that. You know, where you definitely have those moments at larger fun flies like Hell Extravaganza or Spring Fling. You know, and um, Urcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's with it, some it, flight teams. So yeah, it, yeah. right. <laughs> Except during the podcast tandem, that other guy was all in my box. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder who that was. <laughs> Almost crashed into him like three times. <laughs> Lunatic. Well, now you got to watch because we have good video coverage of the whole podcast thing. So, Ooh. if you if you try to make stories up here, videos. fence post, you know it's going to come back and bite you. So what? I said if you try to make up stories on that, it might come back and bite you. A video, you know, oh. proof. When's that going to be posted? Was, was it you in the other guy's box or, you know, uh, I don't know. Was it the other way around? Mm-hmm. Might have been. But yeah, I tried to watch the live stream that Jay posted. And I don't know if your guys does this, but whenever I hit play on it, right at the beginning of our tandem, it freezes on my dumb face, like smiling. And it sits there for the entire TikTok portion of the video. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought, too. I was just like, what a dumb face. Yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> Could have landed on anyone else except that dumb guy. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't know what happened to his video. Something got screwed up there, but got watched too many times. They want to monetize it now. <laughs> they picked the wrong face to monetize. <laughs> We're going to owe them money. Oh, gosh. Well. Is that why everybody was screaming when Scott's yeah. face was on there, or was it something else? It <laughs> could have been. That no, was that was when Kevin was doing his practicing and came back a little too far. <laughs> that was the screams the shrieks of terror so let's get into that a little bit so ben you um you know we got there midday 
uh, course, because the plan was that we were trying to get there early enough that we 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 really thought that we were going to be there early enough that we would maybe do some flying before everyone showed up showed up, and that was just not the case. <laughs> I mean, we roll in, we're like, oh, do we crap, park like at the end thing. of the roll? Yeah, I mean, we were all the way down by the second uh, pilot station, you know, parking, and I was like, holy crap, this place is already you know packed, and um. But, uh, yeah, so we just really just kind of hung out. I mean, I didn't fly anything. Ben didn't fly anything. And, uh, you know, we it, it started rolling into the evening. I think we actually we all went out to dinner. Uh, Bob, Shaggy, Ben, and myself. And, um, and they had me really hooked on this restaurant because it smelled friggin' fantastic outside. And it had like an hour and 15 minute wait. <laughs> and, of course, all of us were like, uh, no. So we went next door to Chili's and I kind of wish I would have waited the hour and 15 minutes, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I got to agree with you there. Yeah, it was pretty bad. My ribs were freaking terrible. It was just, it was, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best thing in the world, but no. you know. But it felt although in defense of everything, I mean, we waited till a Friday night at like seven o'clock at probably peak hour to try to go find some place to go eat. Sure. Makes Probably sense. wasn't the smartest move on our part. No, no. <laughs> but we were out no, about to do something else. Get, yeah. We did get to save some room for dessert. We did. That's right. So what did we get? So after much deliberation over dry ribs and other things, we decided to go to the Target right there <laughs> in search <laughs> of a birthday cake for oh, Fence man. Post. <laughs> Somebody said, hey, they sell cakes over at, uh, you know, Target. And I'll get some gummy worms. And I, thought, <laughs> and I was oh, like, God. dude, Target doesn't sell cake cakes, bro. And he's like, I've seen them. I'm like, so I'm like, I'll just entertain it, you know? So we're all traipsing through, like, the, the, the most motliest of crew you could ever see. I mean, we were at a place big time. And there's no cakes. So, uh, but then we had to go somewhere else uh, across the street there, and uh, and we we hooked it up. I just it just interject. I got I got the lady at Target when we finally found somebody, and I asked her if they sell birthday cakes. She looked at me like I had two heads. <laughs> I can't believe that there was five full grown men walked up on some little girl at Target and asked it wasn't, if they sell it was birthday four. cakes. Are you counting me as two? Because there was only four of us. Oh, there was. What are you, what are you trying to say? Yeah, <laughs> but there was five of you guys. Yeah, thanks. No, mm. way to work on my self consciousness. You know, yeah. <laughs> you have such a presence about you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, you know, it just feels like you know more than one person. That's right. What can I say? I'm larger than life. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what can I say? I own it. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was just kind of funny when she looked at me like, no, we don't have birthday cakes. And then, of course, I couldn't find the other three guys to tell him that. <laughs> yeah. He probably meant a super target or something where they actually serve food. Is that what not it serve, but sell. Yeah, super targets have groceries. Oh. Well, huh. they had everything but cakes. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they had groceries and everything. Oh, geez. Yeah, then. Sorry, Shaggy. Tried to try to stick up for you. <laughs> Stop screwing up, dude. Oh, gosh. Well, well, there was a Lowe's food across the way, so we went over there and, and hooked it up. Got Scotty Boy a, a birthday cake, and we headed back to the field to, to enjoy some night flying. And so we bring the cake out, and then I realized 
I ruined it for Jay and Leslie because they had bought Finn's Post some cupcakes. <laughs> mm, way to go. Yeah, I totally friggin' yeah. Wow. You, you even jumped the gun on Happy Birthday. Apparently, you guys no, started singing it, face. and Leslie just lost it. She's like, what are you doing? Don't do that yet. And she was, like, <laughs> panicking to get the cupcakes and, like, get prepared. You stressed her way out. Uh, yeah, she looked wow. real happy about that. I'm sorry, <laughs> Leslie. I don't know if you listen to this, but if you do, I'm sorry. How oh, can I'm you sorry. sleep at night? I slept pretty good, actually, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, my cake and went to bed. <laughs> actually, I didn't get any cake, but that's okay. So, Ben, you know, no fly uh, that evening, right? Just a lot of watching. It's no good. Yeah. Well, no, it's okay. Because I wasn't going to fly either until somebody was like, hey, uh, that's no good your, either. Where's your helicopter? And I was like, it's in the car. He was like, why is it in your car? And I was like, well, you know, I packed it to come here. And uh, so eventually, uh, Fence Post made me bring out a helicopter. Good. And I was all excited. That was when all hell broke loose. I was excited to fly because my idiot self decided to forget his radio at home. So I just got my radio like five minutes before you got back from dinner. So I was like, let's fly because I was all happy. (laughs) Wait, how how did you get your radio? Did you drive all the way back home to get Uh, it? No, I I thought about it. So at first, when I realized I left it in the kitchen charging, my wife had offered to drive it down. And I didn't want to be that guy to make her drive that many hours to come get it. So uh, luckily, Kyle Wells hadn't left yet, and he lives like 20 minutes from me. So he swung by my house first on the way here and then drove. But what he didn't tell me is he had like six hours of errands to drive. Ah, <laughs> so it didn't it didn't get to the field till like 845 at night. And I'm nice. like, I'm pretty sure this guy like drove off the road or something or because he left at 11 a.m. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, oh, well. Yeah. It still made it there. I'm still super thankful. Thank you, Kyle. And I got to fly. Everyone well, was being super nice, too. They were like, you want to borrow my radio? Use this, use that. And I was super thankful for that. But I was being a little prima donna. I was like, no, I want my radio. I have special stick ends. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to show up at like 2 o'clock. So I was like, I'm not going to bother. Well, before we get to uh, my final destination flight... Um... <laughs> What uh, what was your impression, Ben, when people started flying at night? Well, this wasn't the first time I had seen night flights, but it was the first time that I had been around night flying that close in. Mm-hmm. You know, the only other event that I had been to before this was heli extravaganza. So it, even during the night flights, we're still sitting, what, 50, 75 feet sure. behind the flight line? Yeah. Here, it's... Fifteen feet. Yeah, it's it's pretty close. So it's it, it put a different angle on it, different perspective. I really like how they had the lights set up there. Yeah. Um. They, I could tell some some time was spent in getting the alignment right and getting the brightness right and all that stuff. And it, and it really it really made the rotor discs and everything show up, just pop. Mm-hmm. And um. The, and of course there was some phenomenal pilots there flying too which just added to it so it was uh, i had a lot of fun watching watching those people fly at night that's it just it twists everything and it and it's it puts a cool spin on the flying sure 
Bob, what was your impression when you, you know, driving in and seeing the field and of course then the night flying and stuff like that? What was that like for you? I was, it was absolutely awesome. I mean, it was kind of funny because I almost ended up going to the John Deere dealership across the other side of the highway. That's where my GPS was trying to take me. <laughs> I'm looking around going, I don't see anything that would look like a field anywhere around here. Um, luckily, Shaggy was with me. I ended up, that was kind of something as well. I, I left my house and basically picked Shaggy up at the uh, the Virginia field. Um, at the, the was Robbie Campbell field there in Virginia. Mm-hmm picked him up on the way and then continued on. So luckily he was with me to kind of, he'd been there a few times to, to show me where to go. But like Ben was saying, when you pull in and you see all these rigs and you're going, I'm, I'm in an industrial parking lot, there's nothing around here. And then you find this little, I don't know, it looked like where they were dumping stones and you kind of come back this little road and, you know, it looks like you're driving off into the middle of nowhere. Right. And all of a sudden I pop out between the trees and there's a heli flying there. And I'm, my first thought is great. This thing's going to smash into my windshield. But <laughs> it, 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 so it was different perspective. And I thought, oh my God, this is the field. Yeah. But when you drive around and then you come up around and then it, it, it took completely changed, you know, the perspective on it. Um, they had had a lot of rain there. So I, they did a pretty good job. I don't know if they did anything extra for drainage to try to get rid of it, but for as much rain as they had, it was pretty muddy, but it could have been a whole lot worse, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was set up great. Like you said, I only rolled in at probably one thirty in the afternoon, so I was parked all the way down at the end at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was actually pretty cool once to see the field, uh, the heli-only field. Then we had some, you know, some grass in the sides you could cut, you know, if you wanted to go into that. Uh, a lot of different options. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was pretty cool the way they have a their pavilion that's there. They have electric, plenty of space to set up your charging cases to put your helis. Lots of table space to work on that if you had a small car, maybe couldn't bring a table. You know, they had a lot of those, I guess you could say luxuries there for you uh, to make life a little bit easier, the less stuff you had to pack. Right. So it had a lot of the major components that, you know, to make life easy on you, throw your helis, throw your charging case, throw your basic necessities and, and go, and you could be there and have a, a you know, a really good time. Yep. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, they just put on a really good event. Uh, the night flying was great. Uh, the, like Ben was saying too, the lights, I thought that was actually pretty cool. It was not just towed in uh, like construction lights. It was some, you know, some things I believe they made them. Yeah, um, they definitely are permanent fixtures. Yeah, it's a permanent it's a permanent thing at that field, and you don't see that that often. So you know that you know night flying is something that's done you know quite a bit there. Um, and I thought that was actually pretty cool. You know, you know these are serious guys when they have a permanent setup at their own field, which is <laughs> which was I thought really neat. Absolutely. Yeah, we've rolled in there on a random day like a Tuesday, and Jay and us just night flew for hours. <laughs> like yeah, it's I a normal see. thing. <laughs> Yeah, I can see where you could do that because you just power up the lights and go. Yeah, you don't have to worry about bringing them in, placing them, pointing them. You know, are they set up right or anything? It's pretty much plug them in, turn them on, and you're ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was great. Friday was it was pretty windy. Weather was a little you know a little sketchy, but that didn't stop anybody. Man, everybody was just they were at it. They were putting it down, and it was it was a great time to watch. Um, that, which is pretty much Friday what I did. I sat back, I watched, said hi to everybody. You know, it's just really kind of taking it in. in my area. We don't have a lot of people flying. So the biggest thing for me is the camaraderie of just kind of being around everybody, seeing everything and then and watching, you know, some of these guys fly. Right. Uh, it, 
it is it is really cool to see the different styles and then you know seeing people you haven't seen for a while some of these young guys that i have you know that i've seen i've been in it for a while um for instance like justin cook you know i've known him since he or you know since he's been little um and to see him grow up into the young man that he is and he's such a humble so humble kid he's, he's really great the family's really great and just to see him fly and he comes in close and, and doing the stuff he does he's got some incredible control um and at a small event like that you know you're everybody's right there and, and he can pretty much do his thing you know without any restrictions without anybody saying i'll oh, do this do that and, and he can just do his own thing and it was pretty cool to watch right right that's well that's interesting you say that actually that you know it's not like he's being put on the spot and i mean like do this and do that you know that he just it's just a it's just a hangout you know what i mean yeah because some i mean when you go to like some of the other events you know i've been at a bunch of other heli events and sometimes with the sponsor guys unfortunately when you go to the bigger events it's a lot of times work for them so they're on an agenda and on a schedule where be here be at this flight station do this we're doing this demo flight so they're not really just be able to relax have fun and enjoy the event it's kind of work Mm. you know when they're there doing that and you can see he was just having fun you know there was no right. no agenda there was no schedule it was there just go have fun and you know the byproduct was showing off what that hell he could do and what he could do more importantly right and and he's got definitely has some mad skills for sure definitely. as a, like you said a lot of guys did there was a lot of really really skilled pilots there there was there was yeah caleb included yep yes absolutely yeah yeah and uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but Neil. <laughs> Kapalorik. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just like it's spelled, Kevin. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, it was really cool. Uh, I mean, Tom Shin, he gets underneath the lights a lot. Um, Dan Renane, of course, he never disappoints. I think the first night he uh, he plowed in like two helicopters. And uh, <laughs> I remember telling him, I was like, man, you better slow down. It's only Friday night. <laughs> You know, so uh, I don't think he had flown the fly bar yet, but uh, I didn't see him fly the fly bar at all. Did you? I I don't know that I did. There was somebody there with a the fly bar, though. Fly bar 700. Did he? I think he got it out Saturday night, didn't he? Did he? I don't, yeah, I don't think he yeah, got he it, had it out Friday night. I thought it was Saturday night. Because I, I think that was, was Saturday, at one point Saturday least... night. That's the only one he had left. Yeah. Mm, I think the yeah. guy with the fly bar was Chris Olson. Yeah. 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 Well, so uh, a little bit about Friday night. So Steve Yoon and, of course, Andy. Andy from Freefall, I think he got in the day before, I think Thursday-ish. Yeah. Um, and, of course, uh, Dan Renane and Steve, did they come down Thursday as well? I think they did, right? Um, I think that's what they were saying on their podcast. Uh, I got to listen to it today. But um, at any rate, uh, funniest thing about this was is that Steve had never met me in person, and um, and so I, my immediate thought was, well, I'm going to have some fun with this. <laughs> so he's standing out there on the flight line watching somebody fly, you know, and uh, I just walk up right beside him and I put my arm around him. I said, "Sup, cutie," and he had this look <laughs> on his face like, "If you don't get off of me, I'm going to freaking." punch the shit out of you (laughs) (laughs) so uh but i think he eventually he you know he figured it out and uh but uh yeah it was very cool to meet him 
And, um, of course, Andy, to see Andy again, uh, it's a good time. But, um, yeah, a lot of cool flying. So, uh, Scott, of course, was like, hey, get your helicopter out. So I was like, all right, we'll do this. And I had four charged packs, and and I went out and threw down a flight. And I came back with everybody quivering. <laughs> so I don't really know what happened. I was just flying, enjoying myself, and people freaking out. Steve about hit the deck. Scott about ran. Yeah, I ran away. Um, There's enough of that noise. Yeah. Scott was on the ground. It was pretty amusing. (laughs) I didn't know where to go. We already discussed, like, the size of the field. There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was an impressive flight, though, Kevin. I'll give you that. You were... were you really laid it down pretty good. I appreciate that. I was, you know, I mean, a lot better. I mean, I heard some stories of your flying, and I was, I was surprised. It didn't meet any of the expectations I was told. Oh, yeah, I was, I was told. Well, I had, I should say, I guess I said it wrong. The expectations <laughs> were set pretty low for your flying. Uh, from what I was told, yeah. one of your co-hosts was telling me a little bit about it. Yeah, you're not supposed to tell him I said that. Oh, uh, it wasn't you. <laughs> Wow. Yard sale was was giving me some info. Oh yeah. Huh? What? Huh? Yeah, wake up over there. You uh, talking shit there, buddy? No, I was just no. napping. Yeah, I he mean, was simming. <laughs> well, I guess it was a very similar maneuver as to what happened at Scott's Field over there in Charlotte, more or less. I mean, I guess that's basically the the gist of it. And uh, no, no. Mm. No, you, my field is worse. I want to play <laughs> by play. <laughs> then I guess somebody else needs to explain it because I, me, I was completely comfortable the entire time. But clearly, the forty people that were there had something to say about it when I was done. <laughs> I have never heard a five hundred make the same sound as an eight hundred. Eight hundred doing a blade stuff. <laughs> oh, man. That was my shorts, not the blades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that swish sound you heard? That was Kevin's shorts going up his ass. I, dude, I'm telling you, I was fine. I don't know what everybody else's problem You were the was. only one. Yeah, I was perfectly fine. I even I made Neil this. scary. I, well, Neil was even scared. I mean, Mr. flies two feet in front of his saying? face. Yeah, we and... both ran away hand in hand. So, Scott, let's hear it. What what was the maneuver? Oh, God, I don't even know. But it was like, it didn't move. It just got bigger really quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I saw. I saw a 550 go from, like, Oxy 2 size to Logo 800 big. And at that point, I checked out. You heard the swishing ring. Part was is right before Kevin's flight. He's like, "Yeah, when you know, I'm watching some of these guys fly. I don't fly that close. I don't like to fly at myself. I don't like to do any of that stuff." At his very next flight, he comes ripping at us like, <laughs> you know, like you said, making a 500 sound like an 800, uh, making everybody run like roaches when you turn the lights on. And man, it was <laughs> roaches when you turn the lights on. <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. Uh well, my apologies, RCHO. I uh, clearly, I you know, frightened the hell out of some people, but I, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I've done that maneuver a hundred times, if not more than that, and or even the one, the hurricane that comes in front of me and does a cartwheel in front of my face, more or less. Like, 
I can't tell you how many times I've done that one. And, um, but funny face, you don't fly that low. That's well, then what's everybody's problem then? <laughs> that's the problem. It wasn't you the height, it was that the low, direction. So come that low, well, they thought something was wrong. <laughs> it was a direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, at any rate, you know, I was having fun, but uh, yeah. So I flew that, but then, um, let's see, uh, I, I'm having trouble remembering, um, Scott, there was, I did three more flights on that and I can't remember if the second one was with Shaggy flying with me or was that just by myself? I think it was by I myself. I think it was by yourself. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember I was spotting for you then, and I said that flight was awesome. Because you, you you didn't do any of the scary moves, but you did a whole bunch of more technical stuff. It was <laughs> scary boring moves. as shit. Scary no, it looked awesome. I was like, wow, Kevin can fly. Oh, God. I think he was just being nice. Um, I think yeah, Shaggy we... joined in with both of you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, because then Scott and I, we were going to do a little tandem bit. Yeah, that was you know, it. We did a off tandem. The cuff, he jumped in. And, and Shaggy broke out the fireball, which was awesome. Uh, and, yeah, we, we we did the quote-unquote three-way. and oh, yeah. um and, and then Shaggy I think, in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Shaggy. Um, yeah, so then the next flight, uh, was it you and I again, Scott? I think it was, right? Yeah, we tried to do a lot of tandems just to get used to it because that's what I was nervous about was right. like being in the air at RCHO with another heli because it's it's not really confined, but it's more confined than I think I've done two in the air before at one station. So I wanted to see what it was well, like. Though. Yeah, there's there's way more room than you think. Yeah, so yeah, for sure. It was good. So, yeah, but uh, that was all I flew. I mean, at that point, like I, I think even Freefall touched on this too, where it's just once the rain and stuff got over with and, and whatever, I mean, it's like the, the temperature started dropping. And for whatever reason, it felt much colder this go around than it did in November, which I know most people be like, well, yeah, but it that's not normally the case from what I understand. What I understand is that the November fall pool uh, is not normally that cold. And um, uh, so at any rate, uh, it was it was beginning to drop. And I don't know if I said that right. But anyways, uh, the temperature was dropping. It was nicer during the day when we got there, but then it started dropping. And even Saturday, like it was just cold. In the morning, I think somebody posted and they were like, where's everybody at? I'm like, dude, it's 28 degrees. That's where we're at. You know, we're inside. But, um, but you know, we, we made our way out there. and um, But the temperature definitely was just, it was a little bit biting the entire time, you know? It was not that cold. It was like twice as warm as it was last year. Was it? Oh, yeah. Last year was brutal. I don't know, man. I felt pretty cold this year. Or this, this time. <laughs> just you. Well, the wind died down on Saturday, too. That helped. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was in a t-shirt, I think, at one point. Oh, were you? Yeah, okay. you were. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Saturday, it got I thought, felt pretty good overall. Yeah, most of the day. It wasn't until okay. the sun went down, it got a little colder. That, well, that's what I'm referring to. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the, did, the sun did come out for a little bit. My bad. And uh, it did warm up enough where I, you know, could take my freaking Antarctica jacket off. <laughs> and um, I uh, call that 550 body armor. Right. There you go. Um, <laughs> no wonder why he didn't flinch. A flak jacket for blades. Uh, uh, so, yeah, but that was uh, that was it was a good night. Um, very cool stuff. So that Kevin, kind of- did you 
did you get a hotel room or did you have a camper? Uh, hotel. Yep. I did the hotel room. It was actually seven minutes away um, at the okay. country hearth inn or something like that. It was where Bob was, where Ben was. And um, I don't know if there was. Oh, anything. Bob, you got a room too? Heck yeah. Yeah. Nice. You was there too. Well, yeah, where else shack. am I going to sleep? Right. Yep. Too freaking cold at the field. I ain't set up a tent. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Yeah, there's no coyotes there to keep your Those blood. coyotes ended me. I'm done with warm. tents. <laughs> so, but uh, so yeah. there is there is rooms pretty close to there then. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that one in particular for sure. Uh, I don't know if there's any other in the proximity there, but uh, then I think the next closest are like maybe 20 minutes away, something like that. But um, yeah. But it was fine. You know, the hotel was fine too. You know, no no big deal. Just a place to lay down and go to sleep. So, but, uh, my room was small. His room smelled funny. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> While we're on that subject, shout out. Thank you for letting me stay with you Saturday night in your hotel. No worries, man. Appreciate that. No and thanks. Thanks for John and Justin Cook for letting me crash in their camper Friday night. Yeah. Yep. Had to. Had to give old Scotty a place to sleep so he didn't freeze his ass off. He was like, I'm hey, I'm just going to pop the tent on top of the forerunner. I was like, no, you're not, dude. No. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So, uh, but yeah. I think Saturday, Saturday night what made it feel worse is it started having this mist. Yeah. It was yeah. light There was a mist. Yeah, it wasn't. There was I mean, snow. It didn't stop anybody from snow. It did Everybody snow. kept going. <laughs> it did What's snow. that? I, did it. I said it did snow for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, def- definitely. St- but that, that's what I think made it even colder because you were kind of a little bit wet, a little bit damp. And then the temperature dropped. And for me, that's why I felt so cold. Yeah. At least for Saturday night. Yeah, it was. I don't even think you needed any ice in the cooler there, Bob. Mm. No, that's why it fell apart and dumped out. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how did the how did the cooler work out? Oh, it lasted about 30 seconds. It was a complete disaster. Oh, really? Yeah, wheel fell off, everything dumped, beer went out, ice went out. So it didn't work real well at all. So that's what I get for for slapping it together too quick and not thinking that part of it through. That's all right. What did you do? Elmer's glue the wheels on? (laughs) No, I just didn't didn't screw it all the way through enough. I was trying to to be cheesy with it. It didn't work. Hmm. Should you use 470? So when, when you have a, an old an old cooler with some Harbor Freight wheels, it just didn't work well together. What did you say, Ben? To use what? Should have used forty seventy. Some of that new Loctite stuff. Oh, yeah, I was going to say what's forty gummy worms. <laughs> <laughs> there was plenty of gummy worms. I think going around. Everybody was leaving them on helicopters. Oh, those! I wouldn't say they were gummy worms, but <laughs> yeah, they are gummy worms. <laughs> A wormish shape, yeah, sorta, yeah. Oh gosh. Well, then that brings us to Saturday, right? So, um, take over from there, Bob. Like, what was uh, Saturday like for you? Uh, when we got there, got there Saturday. It was a little bit. I was parked down further again, um, down in the mud. It was a little swampy down at the end there. Uh, we came out to the field probably a little later than we should. We were just kind of relaxed and trying to stay warm. Um, but when I say get there late, I think we were there at 10 or 1030. Um, and it was packed. I mean, I couldn't believe how many people were actually there. 
but then you're just trying to get set up, getting my, getting equipment ready between getting a camera, getting helis ready. Uh, and, and just real excited to see everybody, you know, just kind of a repeat going at it again, um, seeing what they could do. Um, yeah. And everybody trying to recover from the night before from drinking all the, the cooler beer. <laughs> right. Actually, no, it was Saturday night. I think that happened. Well, I did that with the cooler. So it wasn't Friday night. That yeah, actually was Saturday. Was Saturday. Yeah. I'm getting my days confused there a little bit. Um, yeah. but yeah, everything, I mean, the field seemed like it was drying up pretty good. Uh, you know, the mud wasn't quite as bad and, you know, just kind of getting in there and, and doing everything with two flight stations. I got a couple of flights in, uh, on my five T-Rex 550. Um, had a few issues with my little goblin fireball that I think I might've figured out, but that lasted all of 20 to 30 seconds before it decided to hit the ground. And, uh, that was about all I got for, for flying on that one. But it was just really, I mean, it was, I mean, even though, you know, the flight stations were very busy, uh, it, I, I didn't even notice that I wasn't flying. I'm sure you probably felt the same. It was just, it, there was so many people that you're running into and you're talking to and, you yep. know, whatever else that it's just, it really was just a, a social, you know what I mean? And, um, and I, I, that's why I didn't, you know, I was kind of the same as Andy. I think he had mentioned where it's just kind of, I didn't care that I didn't fly, you know, I just, I was having too much of a good time cutting up with people and, um, you know, of course we're going to get to this too, but you know, when Chris showed up with the Protoss Nitro, you know, we all camped out down at the second fly station and everybody was taking turns on that. And, uh, you know, it was just, I, I didn't even care that I wasn't flying. I was just having too good of a time with, with everyone there. So I agree. And that, that's kind of how I am. Most events I go to, I, I don't do much flying at events cause I'm busy walking around socializing, mm-hmm. talking to the people I haven't seen. Cause I figure when I'm, you know, my, my flying's not that entertaining like some of these guys. So I can actually go, you know, if I go flying when I'm by myself at home, I can fly and get that out of my system and, and have fun and do that. I don't get to do all that other stuff to see right. everybody find out what's new and just watch, you know, in person, some of these other guys flying, how they've advanced, how they've changed. Like the Protos, you know, the new helis that are coming, watch everybody flying that. Right. Um, hear all the feedback, the different opinions from different people and just kind of soak it all in. Mm-hmm. And that's something, you know, you don't get to do on a regular basis, but when you have that many guys, what was it? 60, 60 some pilots, I think that ended up showing up. I think um, it was uh, 67. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, it was, I know 60 something. I didn't remember the exact number. And then just hearing different opinions, you know, like I said, the Protos was the big talk of the town, you know, everybody flying them and, um, you know, what, what they thought about it, strengths, weaknesses, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. And that's just something you can't get when you go to the field by yourself or with the guy you go to the field with, you know, every, every week or something like that. Right. Adds a new element to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of the protos, so yeah, I got to agree with you. Yeah. Speaking of that protos, so Chris Nutt and um, Maynard, uh, John Mickler showed up, and of course Chris had the uh, the Protoss Nitro, and uh, I think to rattle off, who was it? It was um, you, Fence Post. It was Tom Shin, uh, Dan Murnane, Sherman, Shaggy, and who else? Was there anybody else that uh, flew it? I know Mike. Mike flew it in the second day. Okay. Mike Lawrence. Yep, Mike Lawrence. Okay. 
So uh, why don't you take us through that? I know you kind of did earlier, but um, you know, did you get any feedback from Tom Shin or Dan Renane as to how it flew? Well, I think everyone that flew one either has pre-ordered it or planning to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> so we can start with that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, so I flew it first because um, we were trying to get rid of a tail problem. So, well, mm-hmm. he thought there was going to be a tail problem because apparently it was there was an issue. He might or might not have crashed into the ground right before the event. Right. <laughs> so we were talking about trying to get some stuff squared away when he first got there. So took it up off the ground. Everything flew good and started doing, you know, little mild stuff, stuff you can do with your eyes closed or whatever to not take chances. And uh, it flew really good. Yeah. So I was sold almost immediately. I did. I do wish that I got to fly it with different rates. Because it was literally like V-Bar, fresh out of the package, untuned, everything's stock. Right. That's it. So, you know, you can kind of get a feel for it, but I really wanted to see what it could do. But then Dan, the man, took the sticks, he flew it, and then Tom Shin, and both of those guys obviously fell in love with it. Yeah. So they're they're purchasing it, and they're really excited to get their hands on it. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Tom Shin did some tuning on it, too, so... Yes. Yeah, they did actually tune the rates and stuff and tune the motor, and I unfortunately yeah. never got a pool on after that. Yeah. He, Which is um, cool because it survived, but I would have liked to <laughs> fly it again. <laughs> yeah. I think even Shaggy enjoyed himself with it, too. Yeah. Shaggy flew it hard. Everyone that yeah. flew it, like, started timid and then, like, immediately got comfortable with it and started beating on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's that says a lot about the platform. Sure. If you can get comfortable that fast. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. Well, it just so happened to be right beside us there, a gentleman named Chris Calhoun. He had a Glogo. And um and I man, it I feel bad for him. Uh but of course he was a good sport. He was like, you know, hey, it's just part of the hobby. But basically what he did is he fired off his Glogo, put it into a hover, and sort of put it right up on its nose, like stood it up on its nose and he was gonna punch out negative into a you know, sort of a forward uh, hurricane, inverted hurricane. And I guess he didn't quite give enough uh, cyclic and it was more collective. And it literally just yard sailed the entire area down there. And I mean, the, the whole chassis of the frame, the frame of the helicopter went like rolling like a bowling ball into the bushes. I mean, it was just... Chicken dance, the crap out oh, of us. Oh, right. that was a chicken yeah, dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that's right. And uh, uh, but I was man, talking to him like, 15 20 minutes before that too we're looking at his heli we're going like yeah you know because i have a glogo too so i'm nerding out over the thing looking at the way he wired it how he did things and all that and he's telling me how it's like his favorite helicopter and he loves it and he wants to get another one well now he's definitely going to get another one but he's probably (laughs) only going to have one right Right. (laughs) that sucks it so sucks he was such a cool guy too like yeah he's fun to talk to the ground was just soft enough there to absorb the blades (laughs) <laughs> if you even got right. close to it, it was going in. Yeah. There was anybody that tried to really touch on it. It just got sucked right in. Right. Saw that so a few times. Did any of you guys participate in the combat? Uh, maybe. Well, maybe. <laughs> I got to go to the well, after that might have a... <laughs> Fence post might have earned his name. <laughs> right. Yeah, he did. So let's uh let's cover the tandem and then we'll uh we'll jump into that. What do you think? Yeah. Sounds good. So the tandem was um 
the podcast challenge, I guess. And, um, I, you know, basically there were four podcasts there. There were the uh, uh, hooligans, the heli hooligans. There was the uh, free fall, you know, RC podcast there. There was Telerotor. And then, of course, there was us, the Heliheads show. And, um, and of course, two people from each of those, you know, got to participate, you know, in this. So those were doing a tandem flight. And um, so Freefall went first. It was Andy and Steve. And um, I would have to say that they are correct, that the music was very memorable. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that they actually did a Freefall during their move. They their, did. Their tandem. That's right. Blade stop free fall. That's right. But uh, yeah, they had uh, Herbert talking over the the music track. They had, I heard that. Um, they had their Trond, uh, you know, BK commercial playing over that track. Trond BK commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, they had... Uh, what else did they have in there? I think uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger made an appearance in that, I think is what I heard. Yep, yep. Um, but it was an absolute ride. It was hilarious. And uh, and so I guess Steve worked really hard on the way down with that track. I was also hearing that it was um, a music track of maybe Kevin, somebody who actually, it was actually a song that he put together, you know, he played the, t- the well, Kev- something. Was it like that or Kevin wrote the intro song to their, Oh, okay. um, to their podcast. And that's gotcha. what they used was the intro. I gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, but then they put all these layers over the top of it, you know, of all these voiceover things and whatever. And it was just, it was a riot. It was really funny. And, um, and they did well, like Steve flew really well. Andy, of course, flew well. He did the blade stop. You know, he sure he had to kind of save it at the end, but whatever. I mean, I dude, I don't think I would try a blade stop. That's for sure. I I know I'm not there yet. You know, I know what to pressure you to do now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, that was, uh, it was super cool. Uh, so Telerator was supposed to go next. But there's reasons as to why they did not. And I think it was because Monty was having problems with his uh, Diablo head. Um, And there was something going on that was causing bad vibrations or whatever. And I think he, I think that there was still some testing going on with that. So in their place, of course, the hooligans went. And that threw me for a loop because I had never met the guys that flew other than Tyson. Um, but John could throw down like that, that blew me away. Cause he was flying this Avant Mastro and he was beating the snot out of it. <laughs> and I was like, Oh God, me and Scott are freaking doomed, <laughs> you know? And, uh, so they did really well, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, John Allen can definitely throw down and, uh, Tyson too. Tyson does a lot of these like really weird maneuvers you you don't expect. Right. Yeah, it yeah they're was, fun to watch. It was cool. It was a good one. I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, then Shaggy and Monty finally showed up. Of course, Apollo. Um, we paid him off to not show his face, so that way we had a fighting chance. And um, so it was Robert Monty and Shaggy and Shaggy. He, you know, guy can do can fly, man. He really can. 
And uh, but I think Monty was playing it very safe. He was he was <laughs> honestly he was probably more so feeling out the Diablo to see how it was flying more than he was concerned with the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, half the parts on it weren't his, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, there were, I think Doctor Ben's, right? Doctor uh, Ben's rotorhead and stuff, and all sorts be. of stuff. He, yeah. yeah. So I I I feel very confident that he was just like listen I'm just gonna fly like normal to screw this competition bit but uh, which is perfectly fine um, you know I I wouldn't want to take chances either so um, but then we showed up didn't we oh yeah and everybody ran and everybody <laughs> ran to cheer us on what yeah yeah what. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think they enjoyed it. I I could be wrong, but I I, I you guys are they, such nerds. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. If they didn't enjoy it, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. There you go. That was the first tandem that was ever let's call it premeditated. Right. <laughs> so yeah, practice paid off. I think um, I actually made a box with the TikTok box, and I tried um, to keep up. Yeah, it was, well, that's because I was moving so quickly to get it over with as fast as possible, <laughs> so <laughs> I would not mess it up, because uh, Ben can attest, he, he can attest that the weekend before, like, man, the boxes were, some were good, some not so much, and um, and that was the only time I really had to practice it in real life was, was that day, and heck, even then, I didn't get to fly it, but maybe three times. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, you know, the rest of it was all on the sim and, uh, but yeah, so kind of talking about that. So when we were, you know, discussing this, we had like two weeks ish notice, three weeks, maybe at the most. Yeah, I think it was two. And so I had no sim to do this with. So in between this time I had to buy a sim so Scott and I could practice. And, uh, we, we practiced one time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then the rest of the time, it just seemed like life got in the way. So I got to practice with him one night, and then I got to do it in real life, you know, three times, uh, just going through our routine as, as it was, you know, seen. And uh, and then, of course, the next time was showtime uh, there at the event. So, um, but yeah, doing TikTok boxes was not something that I'd ever done before. And um, <laughs> you got to tell me these things. That's why I was like, <laughs> what are some things that we can do easily? And you're like, yeah, yeah, that, yep. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yep. So <laughs> I just, I just devoted almost every night to at least 30 minutes of practice. And I, I would, you know, sit down and, and, you know, just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And, um, it kind of came together, I guess. So it kind of worked out, but, um, yeah, the rainbows, I think we almost touched. That was uh, awesome. <laughs> and uh, then, of course, the auto, which was the one thing that everybody, I think, freaked out about the most. They were just like, oh, my God, you guys almost smashed into each other. So, I think I went over you. Like, I yeah. popped it to do an elevator flip, and I went over your heli and then landed. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so, so much fun, though. It was just an absolute riot. It was it was a lot of fun. So, thank you, Jay and Walt and Leslie and everybody uh, for for putting me out of my comfort us. zone you know <laughs> what's that for forcing us to yeah, risk our yeah. stuff right no it was it was a blast man i had a good time it was a lot of fun Same. so but um so then we did or then i guess you know night came on and uh and i, I pretty much i didn't fly anymore after that i only flew once that day and it, matter of, i'm sorry so i did practice one time before 
we did the competition. Actually, I, I did one flight on the Drake and, um, and then of course, you know, Showtime, I did it then, but, um, but I didn't fly anymore the rest of the time because the packs I hadn't charged from the night before of the 510. And I did have two more packs for the Drake, but you know, I, I was just, again, just too busy hanging out and talking to people and, you know, whatever else. So, uh, I didn't actually fly anymore, but, um, but you want to talk about the combat? Yeah. All right. But that's not going to happen next event. I'm going to make you fly more. <laughs> yeah, what I, I flew six times in a weekend. That's pretty good, no? More. No? Way more. More like Your seven. buddy Ollie says that those are rookie numbers. So you got to bump those up. <laughs> that's true. Compared to his, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like 70 flights or something yeah, that's, crazy. That's what he said. Yeah. I don't know how he yeah. could do that. Yeah. Well, before we get to the combat, I just have to interject there that the, you, your guys' competition kind of inspired some other people to do some tandem flights. That's true. Always someone going to go out Cook, there. Yeah. And Caleb Turner did a tandem flight together. And it was brutal. And they killed yes. us. Yeah. They showed us what tandem is supposed to be. And uh, But you know what? I don't care because you know why? Because we, we won. Because <laughs> they weren't in the competition, though. <laughs> that you did. In all fairness, though, they had like 13 weeks to work on their... T- wait, no. 13 minutes to work on their tandem. 13 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what? And they weren't they in don't the They don't have a podcast. Yeah, that's right. But we won. So how about right. that? Yeah, we, we beat Justin Cook. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we beat one of his teammates. How about that? We did. That's right. So you did. Yeah. Yep. Who's that? Oh, it's Steve. Steve. That's right. Oh, that's right. And we beat one of your teammates, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That blade auto. That they're the blade stop auto did not. Dandy Andy. Mm-hmm. So bragging rights for a year. That's how it's going to be. Hmm. Oh, good times. It was a lot of fun. I can't believe you guys left your trophy there. Yeah? I didn't know I got a trophy. I'd be rocking those ears to work. Yeah, the headband ears. Yeah. Yeah. No one told me. Yeah. I at least would have worn it for the rest of the event. Yeah. So, Bob, you got lots of footage, huh? Yeah, I got some pretty good, you know, pretty much all the stuff you were talking about here. I got the... uh, the all the tandem flights the podcast i got all of those um as one long thing i'll probably break them up because i don't think anybody wants to watch a 25 or 28 minute you know video of that with all the breaks in between so i'll probably break that up and and put them out as independent ones um the the flight you're talking about with justin and caleb i have that um and a lot of other guys as well um but yeah we got we got some pretty good video of everything the you know, I don't know if you want me to go to the the other night events here yet, but I, those videos I already put out, so everybody can pretty much see those. Yeah, cool. Of all the the nighttime carnage. Yeah, <laughs> it was such a good time. Well, that um, was a blast. It's the first I'd ever been. All the events I've been to, I have never seen anything that in person. You know, oh, and I've heard right. of that, and that was for me. I mean, that was like a short part of everything. That was probably one of the coolest parts of the whole week. <laughs> you should have yeah. gone to their last event. 
where they gave everybody a paintball gun and they had to shoot the helis out of the air. Oh, man, that was so much fun. That was pretty wild, but it was too cold because the paintballs kept freezing. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I thought what they did with the combat, it was like, what, seven helis, I think it was. Right. And I, right. I thought that was actually pretty cool, but the end, the winner, so to speak, and his, his half of victory flight, and then he left uh, Scott take the sticks for the other remaining half of it yeah Um, i feel so bad for that you know what though that i felt really bad and i would have never done that with one of my helis um but he definitely gave into a little bit of peer pressure and allowed it to be done and it was probably one of the single coolest things i'd seen yeah it was it was awesome if he didn't just buy that for combat and he told me he spent like a couple hundred bucks on it, that's it. Like it was totally just there to die. I would have like probably not done that, but mm. I knew it was bought just to die. And I was like, ah, let's have some fun. And the sad part, it was a really good flying heli. It was as soon as I, I mean, took off and flew out. I was like, man, this thing's nice. Yeah. He, I mean, he was <laughs> ripping it around pretty good when he was chasing after some of the other helis in the combat. You know, doing different stuff. It seemed responsive. I mean, the t- there was no tail wag. There was no nothing. It, it seemed perfect. like a really good, solid heli. Yeah. I mean, so, Scott, how did you end up with the radio? I was standing closest to him when he decided to flake out and he couldn't do it. Ah. He was, I guess he's a newer pilot, but he, he wasn't sure of the tail slide, what, like what to do with the sticks. I got gotcha. you. So, he's trying to drop it down. And at one point, I think as he's trying to drop it down, he was pushing it away from everybody. And it was going like almost out of sight. Yeah. And then was he was a little uncomfortable. The he was real nervous. <laughs> posted in the middle of the street. <laughs> it would have been in the middle of the street or over the street. Yeah. And he got a little bit nervous. And then I know I had yelled, and probably I think a couple other people did, you know, just, just hand the controls to Scott. And uh, yeah, he, he gladly gave him up. He gave him right over to Scott. And then. And so ensued the infinity tail slide. <laughs> the infinity tail slide. That's right. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> Who sent that beyond? Way beyond. Yep. Yep. Now, I, I don't know. So I, I do have videos out on my YouTube with it. And it, I, people never watch videos all the way to the end. But I did put the slow-mo clip of the crash at the very end. If anybody stuck around to see that part <laughs> of it. Nice. nice. And it's funny when you when it hits and you see the battery just ejecting out. It's actually kind of cool. I had to watch it a couple times till I started realizing, you know, I mean, it dug into the ground pretty far. There was a big hole where that tail dug in. <laughs> I love how the I tail never... folded over on itself like twice, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It went from a 550 to a 300. Oh, <laughs> quickly. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I didn't check it. Somebody said they thought all the servos seemed okay, but I can't imagine anything was okay after that. Yeah. Well, it's always a good time. So anyway, after that, after the combat stuff, of course, it uh, it seemed like it turned into this this engine tuning seminar or something because I think Steve was getting his tuned, um, and of course I was you know having Scott work on mine, and uh, and of course that's when the old Horex was just not feeling it. Horex. And uh, the clutch was just slipping all over the place and whatever. Um, I will say that the punch outs you were doing, man, it looked strong. Like it looked very strong. So, um, hopefully we can get that squared away, uh, soon. I'm going to send that clutch off to Dan, see if he can do something with it. And, uh, we'll see what happens after that. I think it'll fly good with the new clutch. Yeah. The motor sounded good. We got it to idle. 
everything was pretty good yeah but uh yeah you know i haven't touched any of my motors at like the last two events oh really like i'm, I'm tuning in everyone else's nitros and like i just i fire up my logo i'm like ah, it's fine screw it let's go <laughs> that's funny well so tell us who won the raffle uh prizes there scott oh boy so mr lucky pants yep mr mike lawrence won the protos congratulations mike yes congratulations i'm definitely gonna steal the helicopter whenever i can (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he's won um the first event we went to was lower fest in 17 he won the nx7 and then he won the um the urcha raffle or whatever from bk so he got the kraken and then he just won the protos nitro kit i don't know what this guy does but he is the luckiest person i know yeah very much and then Alex Fredrickson, he won the Gowie NX6. And then John Howie, is it? I think he won the other NX6. That's very cool. Which is cool. And then Alex had his built like the next day. Yeah. He posted up on Facebook with the airframe. Like he's excited. And yeah. he's he's not a new pilot. He's been flying airplanes for a while, but he's new to helicopters. And he is so enthusiastic about it. So that's really cool to see. It is awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Anything else that evening? Oh, yes. Yeah, so Dan Mernane, uh, you know, he was flying his black nitro. Let's see. He put in the Diablo. Uh, oh yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Did he have the N7 there or no? No. No. Uh, so he crashed the black nitro briefly before, but it was fixable. Then he put it back out there, but he crashed something else too, didn't he? Um, yeah, the Kraken nitro. The crowd, oh, yeah. yes. Oh man, that one was bad too. Um, that one wasn't pretty either. But he was hauling ass across the field and put the black nitro head first, right? Yeah, that was pretty spectacular. That was yeah. a pretty good one. Uh, let me just say, um, yard sale, you guys would have liked that. Oh yeah. Oh dude, he freaking yard sailed the shit out of that black nitro. I mean, it was nice. crazy. Uh, and the Kraken too, very very similar in, in crash, I guess you could say. Um, but uh, yeah, so Dan was killing it as usual. I'm uh, I'm glad he has a big boy job because I think he had just gotten them back together for this event. <laughs> I feel so bad down. for him. <laughs> so bad especially the diabolo too i mean that thing yeah he loves that helicopter and he does not want to break it and he literally took it up for the first flight and he was testing out the new boom because he doesn't have boom supports now it's all carbon okay and he was super excited about it and then the tail let go and he put it in the weeds what was, was that like, what, what exactly happened the tail control rod snapped oh wow yeah, he thinks it's due to vibration. He thinks with the carbon boom and the deletion of the, the boom support rods, mm. he's getting this weird harmonic at the RPM he is running, mm. and it's making the whole thing just, like, shake. And it shook itself so hard, it broke the tail control rod and uh, decided to spin itself into the ground. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Can you get yeah. parts for those? Yeah, they're the same parts as normal. Oh, okay. Normal Diablos. Mm-mm-mm. Well, very sorry, Dan, but uh, very spectacular crashes, too. It was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, and 
perfect RCHO uh, fashion dinner was amazing. Um, I mean, those guys, they do not disappoint. I think it was catered. Was that right? Yeah, there was a, like a chicken place down the street. They got, got it catered in from. Okay. And that was, chicken was yeah. ace. It was yeah, really it was. good. Yeah. That stuff was awesome. Well, um, yeah, so it was really good. I, you know, uh, even last year, their food was really good too. Um, but this year they had like barbecue and, um, like pulled pork, uh, chicken and potato salad and, you know, um, what else? I mean, there was something else there, I think. Oh, like little, they had their hush puppies. Yeah. Hush puppies were really good. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it was just, it was just so good. But, um, you know, definitely, definitely going back. I snagged some of that late at night once it was like all cold. Oh yeah. (laughs) I was like hungry at like midnight. There was still a bunch of food left. I was like, huh, it's cold enough. Like it's in the refrigerator. Let's go. (laughs) I apparently was not the only one to do that too. We all started picking away at it. Nice. (laughs) Didn't want to let it go to waste. Um, so something about cracking nitro J backfire here. So pick it up with that. I didn't come to the event on Thursday because I spent Thursday building Jay Treadway's Nitro Kraken. So he had bought the conversion kit and he was converting his Kraken that he got into Nitro because, you know, that's cooler, apparently. Um, but he didn't have time because of the whole event. He didn't want to spend a couple days building when he should be prepping and getting stuff ready for the chill out. So he asked me if I can swing by and grab the heli and build it. So I was driving actually... The day that we were supposed to do the podcast, I drove up to Roanoke Rapids and I cut through where he was, grabbed the heli, and then spent Thursday building it. So he got to maiden that during the event and fly it around. Um, he was having a little bit of issues trying to get the thing started. We just rebuilt the motor. It was a modified motor. Don't ask me what brand it was, Mike. I'm not telling you. regulator. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably that, but anyway... Uh, the weird thing was, though, it backfired multiple times when we were trying to start it. So it did run. Everything was fine. But randomly yeah. during startup, it would just go, bam. And it is so hard to get a nitro to backfire. Yeah. So we were pretty impressed. Like, it did it three or four times on Sunday. It was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. What I kind of want that? that motor. I don't know. Like, I, I can't even tell you how many variables have to be right in order for a nitro yeah, to backfire. That's... That's it's kind of crazy. Super rare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike yeah. says, that son of a bitch ready to go. <laughs> He's ready to go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, cool. Very neat. Um, well, wrapping up. So let's just kind of close it out like this. Um, Bob, what was uh, the highlights for you? I mean, I know we just covered a whole bunch of stuff, but like if, you know, some things that you took away from it and things that you would encourage other people to attend this event, what would it be? Uh, I would have to say the, I mean, the highlight of the event for me was actually the combat because I had never seen that anybody do that before live. I've seen some videos when they've done it before, but that was actually as weird as it is. That was the coolest part for me. Right. Um, but I, w- I mean, I would tell everybody to make the trip to go there because the guys putting it on that are, you know, the home field there that set up the event and did everything. They are just an awesome bunch of people. Um, some of the nicest people you're going to want to meet. They really 
put on a good show. Um, they had everything rolling along from entry to the meal to keeping everything going. Everything was set up. If you had questions, they were right there with everything. I mean, they, they really did a good job keeping the show rolling along. And uh, probably with the, the poster, I don't know if anybody mentioned the poster they had done up. Um, that was probably one of the first times I'd seen it at an event where it was just a really pretty kick-ass poster that was done. Um, right, right. Something a little out of the ordinary. They had the decals they gave out with them as well. So they really went over the top with it. And, and I thought it was a, a very well-presented setup. Right. I agree. Ben, how about you? So I got to agree with uh, Bob there. You know, seeing combat in real life, it just, it tops seeing it on a video a hundred times over. Just seeing, seeing rotor blades go flying and (laughs) skids go flying. That was, that was pretty awesome. But it, it was, I had to take away the atmosphere from there. There were some phenomenal pilots, some great flying, and then you take all that and just kind of crunch it together. Everybody has to stand near each other, so you're really kind of forced to talk to people, and I thought that was actually pretty cool. The people I had seen from a distance at other events and stuff, I actually got a chance to talk to them and and be around them. Yeah, Yeah, that was that's probably my takeaway from it. I did. Yeah, I did. I got to meet a lot of a lot of awesome people. See some people that I had, you know, like talked to or or, or kind of been around. I actually got to to talk to them a little bit, you know, a little bit more. So that yeah, that was my takeaway from it was just getting the social aspect out of it. Right. Yeah. Because and actually, so, I got to say, one of the things I was really digging was the uh, the pilot uh, station where you're flying. They had two heaters running there. <laughs> right. So as cold as it was a couple of nights, when you stood at that pilot station, it was actually pretty warm. I, I really enjoyed that when I was doing some videoing. That's why I was kind of standing where I was doing a bunch of videoing because I could stay warm while videoing. Right, right. Uh, sure. That was actually really cool. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I definitely say that if you've never been to rcho uh whether it be for the spring or the sorry the fall pool or the chill out and i can only assume that the spring pool is very much the same uh you need to make a trip down i i don't care if the field is packed with people and you don't get to fly much honestly you're you're not even going to care it's just it's there's so much to be <laughs> fun to watch and to hang out with people and socialize and meet new people it's kind of like a little hidden secret type place you know what i mean it it definitely reminds me of clint's birthday bash where you know you have pro pilots there or people who can fly really well and uh, and it's just where they can just be themselves, and it's not about commercial and and whatever else. It's just it's just so much fun, and I think that that field definitely brings people together, which is super important. And um, you know, you 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 will definitely walk away, you know, having met somebody new or even making a new friendship. And uh, you know, I know for Ben. You know, he's just now getting into uh, Nitro and to be able to brush shoulders with people who, you know, far exceed, especially my, you know, knowledge base, uh, you know, now he knows who directly to go to and they're going to know who he is because, you know, they spent time together, obviously, this past weekend. So, 
I, it, it's just, it's a must go to, you know, a, a event, one of the three, all of them, whatever you got to do. But, um, I mean, these guys put on an incredible event. So that leads us to our shout out list and I'm going to turn it over to fence post and let him get to it. <laughs> shout outs. Go ahead. So huge thank to Walt Rager. Because that event was awesome. He did a serious amount of legwork. He did some cool PR stuff before. A bunch of videos about the the prizes and stuff they're going to be raffling off. Awesome. I think that was one of my favorite events I've gone to. And then massive shout out to Leslie and Jay. Uh, I've said it once. I've said it twice. I'll say it again. They are the best thing to ever happen to RCHO. Once Jay became president and Leslie was helping him out, like... Every single event at that event is, or that uh, venue has just been getting better and better. And they care about the club. They care what people think. They ask people, hey, you, you like this event? What can we do to make it better next time? Like, I don't know anyone else that cares as much as those two, to be completely honest. That's true. Awesome people. Um, thanks to John Allen donating parking cones. We didn't lose any, didn't crash any, didn't run over any, so that's a plus. <laughs> Nobody hit them with helicopters. <laughs> Tyson, did you guys see the bench Tyson made? That was awesome. Yeah. 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 So yeah, my I was joking with very was... good friends with that. Yeah. I was joking <laughs> with, yeah, you get to sit on it by the fire. That's but right. I was joking with Tyson. I'm like, Tyson, I didn't know you had any like legitimate skills. This is awesome. <laughs> you should have seen his face. <laughs> but yeah, I told him it was, it was really cool. And apparently that's what he does. Like his, his profession is doing um, like interiors for boats and stuff, custom wooden interiors. So that's that's like his thing. He's a he's a craftsman with wood. So mm. woodworker. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool to see. We flipped it over, started inspecting his work and uh, it passes. <laughs> and then uh, shout out to Rob Cole uh, for hogging the microphone all night. We need to make sure that he never gets his hands on a microphone ever again, especially after drinks. <laughs> But we do appreciate your your very deep and loud God impressions. <laughs> yep. Steve Connerly, thanks for bringing the golf cart. He brought the cart that we used to shuttle everyone back and forth from our auxiliary parking location to the prime event. Shannon Turner, as always, thank you for bringing your box of goodies, your trailer. And uh, thanks for bringing Caleb also. Awesome pilot, always fun to watch him fly, and awesome to hang out with you. You are definitely one of the nicest people that shows up to these events, and you're always Absolutely. fun to talk to. Yeah, Chris Nutt, thanks for letting me fly your helicopter. Thanks for bringing the Protoss Nitro. Um, that was definitely, I think, a highlight of the event was having something new, and it was the U.S. debut of the platform. That was cool, and uh, thanks for not letting anyone else crash it. <laughs> RC man, I don't know if you guys met or talked to RC man, but I had uh, about 15, 20 minutes to talk to the guy. He was shooting shooting photos at the uh, light tower. Yeah. And I didn't know this, but he goes to a ton of events and he's always shooting photos at these events. And, you know, I'm looking through some of his work and stuff and I'm trying to like, you know, do you have a card? Do you have a website? Where can I find these photos? Turns out we're already friends on Facebook. So that made things easier. So he started posting up these things on his Facebook. Um, cool guy though. He doesn't he doesn't really fly a whole lot now. He's just starting to get into helicopters. He's been doing planes for a long time, but uh, yeah, I saw some of his work on his camera, and he takes some phenomenal photos. And he keep he loves getting photos of how he's like digging into the bushes. And I was like, oh, you're at the right field for this <laughs> this to happen. You're in the right place, my friend. 
And then Mike Lawrence on Sunday helped a new pilot, Justin Buddy Box, some stuff. So thanks to you for that, trying to get new people into the hobby. That's awesome. Um, thanks to all the podcasts for participating in the tandem event. Obviously, without you, it'd be a very crappy and lonely event. That's right. And thank you to Jesus for letting me destroy your helicopter. <laughs> or Jesus. I don't know. We sometimes call him Jesus. Sometimes we call him Jesus. Yeah. I, he goes by both. Whatever. Thanks for letting me, like, infinity tail slide your helicopter into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And thanks to everyone else that I didn't mention. If I didn't mention your name, I'm very sorry. But... Thank you to everybody for making that event definitely the highlight of 2020 so far for me. It really is. It really yeah. is. All right. Well, Bob, Ben, would you guys like to add anything to this uh, wrap-up? Uh, all I can say is I'm probably going to be able to rummage up a heli here for... Uh, uh, I, I need to get into this combat thing for next year. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, need to have too. one of my 450s or find something that's just flyable to, to take it out and wreck it. Cause that just looked like it was way too much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But so, having said that, like I say, there's three, three events, right? There's the, uh, fall pool, uh, in November, there's the chill out in February. And then of course, I think it's April sometime, uh, is the spring pool. So you have three opportunities to make it and I'm, they pretty much kind of do the same stuff. I think, uh, it, you know, especially the combat is what I'm getting at, I guess. And pretty much they wrap up their event with that. So you can, <laughs> they'll use any excuse. <laughs> yeah. You show up on a Thursday night, like a random week, they'll be like combat. Yeah. You want to combat? Right. <laughs> so what you got, Ben? That was just, I had so much fun. That's, that's just the best way to wrap it up is I would love to go back again. Not sure I'm going to make the spring pool. I got some other obligations, but uh, definitely looking forward to either the fall pool or going back to the chill out again next year. Yeah. Well, I put Ben on the spot when we were driving away. I said, all right. I'm like, so if you had to choose one, which event would you come back to? Like if it was between Heli Extravaganza and Chill Out, which one would you do? And what'd you say? I have to give it to RCHO. Boom. There it is. So thank you very much, Jay, Leslie, Walt, Tyson, Rodney, John Allen, Rob Cole, all of you guys, of course, that uh, Scott mentioned. And uh, man, just such an incredible place. It's so much fun. And, you know, that's what a fun fly should be, is it should be about fun. And, uh, you know, it just, there was no drama. It was just all fun. And I don't think there was, I don't think there was one person there that was unhappy. And, um, you know, one of the things that Scott mentioned earlier was, you know, Jay is very attentive to his audience and he will come up to you and, you know, kind of hint around, you know, like, are you having a good time? You know, whatever. And, uh, and he did that to me again, this go around and, uh, which is like, Hey man, is there any ideas that you have to help make this better? Let me know. So they're always looking for ideas and, um, you know, I don't think it's really necessarily to be bigger or better than anyone else. He just wants, he wants it to, to be at the highest level of fun that it can possibly be. And with that, I, you have my full respect and I actually, Love, I just love coming to you guys' events. Just so much fun. So, that said, we're going to wrap it up. 
Let's do it. All right. So, first things first, uh, email us at theheliheadsshow at gmail.com if you would like to be an average Joe or have questions or show ideas, whatever you got, email us. We would love to hear from you. And uh, how about we recognize some podcasters? What do you think there, Yard Sale? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to take it, take it away there? Yeah. So, first one we have is Freefall RC. Yep. And that's Steve, Kevin, Andy, and there's one more. George? George. Yeah. Is he like a new person to there? I mean, is he going to be a regular? Is that the deal? I think he is. He's been on quite a few um, in the last couple weeks. So I think he's a, a uh, a new host for them. So. It's pretty awesome. All right. And, uh, of course, the next one is Telerotor Podcast. And uh, who are they? Uh, That is Michael Shaggy Parker, Mike DiPaolo, Robert Monty, and Rich Sowers. Boom. Nailed it. And uh, who we have next there, uh, Fence Post? We got BK Podcast with... Bert and Kyle. Boom. And then we have RC Roundtable. Who is Mike? Fitz, Terry, and Lee. Nailed it. So uh, then we have Skids Up. Anybody? Javier, Paul, Frank, and Scott. Boom. And then my personal favorite, Invited Down Under. There we go. Ozzy Mozzy <laughs> and Jeff Smat. Smat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, we got uh, another podcast here that we, for some reason, still have not figured out who the host is because we were wrong the last time. But yes. we do have the AMA podcast. And I got it. You do. Perfect. It's Rutledge, Matt right? Ruddick. Nice. Ruddick. That's it. Yes. So definitely uh, check those or check him out. Uh, of course, I say they. I mean, he has guests and stuff too. But, uh, you know, anything pertaining to the AMA, uh, they will definitely be discussing it. But uh, then we have archived podcasts. And we have the first one, which is rctodayshow.com. And Mike, who are they? Uh, Chris, Bobby, and James. Now You're on fire tonight. It's like we have them written down here or something. Yeah, almost. (laughs) (laughs) Lies. (laughs) And then uh, my personal favorite, which is the RCHN 2.0. Fence Post, who are they? Oh, boy. Wasn't paying attention. It's Justin, Nick, Jesse, and Sage. And who's the man behind the plan there? Uh... It's right there after two points. Dan. There you Dan. go. Nailed it. <laughs> you got to put commas in here. I thought it was the same name. <laughs> well, I forgot the dash. Uh, then, of course, we would love to hear from these guys. They need to stop messing around. Even once a month. That would be fine. I'd be okay with that. Surely you guys can pull out once a month. Yeah. Well, they've got to start again because last year they said they do four a year. Is that and what it we, is? Yeah, we knocked out the first four like the first month. 
<laughs> right. I feel like they're on the telerotor schedule. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they should be dropping episodes now. I'm going to start busting them. You should. So Give them RC, a hard time. Yep, RC Heli Hooligans with uh, Walt. Well, let's just call them all out. So Because clearly John is part of that. So Walt, Ed, Tyson, John. Can we just include Jay too? I mean, might as well, right? Mm, yeah, he's been on it before. He yeah. went on with me. And yeah. Jay. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, Fence Post, he's part of that podcast, too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at any rate, hey, uh, yard sale. No, let's let's ask Ben. Okay. Ben, if you wanted to <laughs> carefully caress your, your cataracts. Your cataracts. Lobes. <laughs> if you wanted to carefully caress your, your cataracts. Lobes. Or meticulously molest your mucipital lobes. <laughs> Where would you go to do that? I would go over to Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Nailed it! Boom. There it is. Nice. So, hey, Bob. Let's yes. just say, you know, you got hungry. It's, you know, 10 o'clock at o'clock. night. Get a little snacky wanting to go on there. Where would you go to, you know, dig up a cool recipe from? I would go to cooking with Bill Ann. Nice. What kind of cooking? Late night cooking? Late, okay, late night cooking with yeah, Bill yeah. Ann. Yeah. Slice okay. and right. bake cookies. All night <laughs> Slice long. and bake cookies. That's right. Slice and bake cookies. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, so uh, we don't know if we had... What's that? I love how that's coming up in the free fall episode I now. Too. It was it's everywhere now. There's yep. memes online in the hangout about <laughs> it too. Bill, you might as well to... just post videos of cooking. Yeah. That's it. It's legit. Bill, Poor if you're bit. upset, please let us know. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun. So I don't really want don't to stop. apologize to Bill. <laughs> right. We should, we should the bring dude Bill probably up has three times the hits on his channel now than he did before <laughs> with airplane stuff. <laughs> And they're all pissed because they want to see slice and bake cookies. Right. I did it. I logged on. And I'm like, I want to see some cooking. I can't cook for crap. Let's see if Bill can teach me a thing or two. Yep. And I was greeted with two videos of airplanes. I said, well, that doesn't fill me up. Yeah. Then you realized those two videos were like Ambien. Yeah. How to make noodle soup with 30% nitro. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it. Oh, God. I'd try it. Nice. So would I. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so we kind of added something new here, and it's not like you can't get this information from somewhere else. However, we feel like if we cram it down your throat, maybe, just maybe, you'll show up, just like the chill out. Um, So we are going to list off some very, or upcoming, I guess I should say, upcoming fun flies. So uh, let's see here. I'll I'll take the first. Before before we dig into the list, I just want to say that... uh, Going to these fun flies does a lot for the hobby. Uh, it, I mean, it, it spreads the, the the love that we all share for the helicopters, right? Right. Um, it supports the clubs that lets them keep doing that and keep doing, you know, keep That's their members too. coming in. Uh, so it's important that we go to these events. So if you guys are able to make one that's close, if it's not close and you got some extra vacation days you want to burn, go check them out. Because, uh, I mean, you'll meet some of the greatest people that you'll ever meet in your life. That's true. At some of these events. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's, so let's dig into the list here. I just wanted to get that up. 
Right, let's do it. So, uh, Beeham, or is known as Birmingham, or also otherwise known as Doing the Ditch, uh, that is March 20th through the 22nd of this year. Uh, so you look forward to that one. That's actually a really good event too, because a lot of the uh, top pilots hit that one. Again, that's kind of like one of those backyard type fun flies, and it's just about having fun. It's it's not catered to commercial you know, or the commercial side of the hobby. It's just simply about having fun. So if you want to brush shoulders with some of the top guys in the industry, that's a good one to go to. Um, next one, of course, is Huntsville. Uh, very similar. Uh, you know, I've, I've met some, I think that was, I think that might've been the first time that I met Alan Zabo. So he actually goes oh, to well. that one, which is April 24th through the 26th. And uh, of course, that is the same as Beham in the sense that there's a lot of top pilots that show up to that one. Um, and uh, so if you want to try and you have two different opportunities here, obviously, to try and, you know, meet those guys and hang out for the weekend. Um, of course, the next one, which I've been to a couple of times, it's a lot of fun. This field is just I mean, one of the best. It has two flight lines, of course, so you can kind of, you know, put it to your advantage with the sun and how it goes across the field. Uh, but it's the Spring Fling is April 29th to May 3rd, and uh, that one has, even over the years, it's it's grown quite large. Uh, I think they're they're well over 100 pilots, right, uh, Yardtail? Uh, yeah, I think last year they were knocking on the door of 120. Oh wow, okay. I believe. Mm. So, yeah, you wouldn't know it though. It's not like it's overcrowded. There's so many right. places to fly. Yeah, yeah. And of course, that is one of the places that has one of the nicest of facilities too. And uh, they have showers and, of course, full bathrooms, things like that. Um, and that's always a, a good thing when you're out there all day. So very cool. The next one, Mike. What is it? Uh, we have Joe Nall. Yeah, this is your so- favorite. That is going to be May 8th through the 16th. Mm-hmm. And so it's a nice, big, long one. That's right. Uh, what weekend are we going? The first weekend or second? Second. Oh, no. I am going the 11th. I'll yeah, be we were... driving down there. So that Monday. Mm-hmm. And then we got a... We're staying for the whole week, so. Nice. I think yep. the main guys are going the first weekend. Oh, is that mm. right? Yeah, I think they're going the 8th, 9th, and 10th. Oh, wow. Well, then you may be by yourself. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's all null and void. Yeah, null and void. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, see, well, you know, see if they can change it. I'll try. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, that the, the latter weekend is is the one where everybody's going to, so... Tell them don't be scared. Yeah. Yeah. I won't fly like a maniac. Just tell them to come. <laughs> but, uh, of course, our buddies Freefall RC, they have their HeliFest May 29th through the 31st. And I was hearing that one is in Jersey. Is that correct? Yes. South yeah. Jersey. South Jersey. Yep. So uh, make sure you guys check that one out. Those guys are amazing people and fun to hang out with. So you definitely want to make that one. Of course, up there in old uh, Canada, we got the uh, Cincy Smackdown, June fourth yep. to the seventh. That's that's your uh, that's your country up there, right? Yeah. Yep. Cincinnati, Ohio. That's always a good one to go to. 
Leroy and uh, all the guys down there put on a good show. So, wow, these next three are the same dates, huh? There's only one that matters, though. That's true. You're right, Dragonfly. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> no, I. Well, I can speak from experience on Dragonfly, and the dates are June 26th to 28th. Uh, it was many years ago, but it was a lot of fun. I, I remember that one being very personal too, and um, and it was it was a good time, sort of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but these do overlap with each other. So you've got Dragonfly, and then of course you've got the F3C, uh, F3N competition, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Um, root for your boy, Fence Post. <laughs> your boy. Your boy. Your boy. <laughs> and uh, wish him well. Um, but then the one that really kind of overlaps, which is, uh, this is tough, is uh, up there in Canada, we have the Ohio Heli Throwdown with uh, Mike and his crew in North Jackson. Yep. And uh, again, those are June 26th, 28th. So if you are in any proximity of one of those, make sure you catch one of them because you will definitely have a good time at all of them. Of course, I would really like to help Shaggy promote and Robert Monty promote this F3N competition stuff. You know, I think if you, if there's a purpose for people to start flying and, you know, to, to be competitive about it, doing these competitions is definitely the way to get people in, right? Right. Yes. I'm so glad you're coming. Yeah. And you're going to promote that from Ohio, right? No, he's going to promote it behind the sticks. There in Goldsboro. <laughs> He promised you, me. He he's you, the one who started this. He sent you. You'd rather literature. go hover. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, can't Sometimes crash I forget that you're trolling? Right. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh jeez. We're gonna get Ben to go. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just I just noticed these are all East Coast events. So if you West Coast guys got something you want us to shout out, yeah, uh, email us. Well, yeah. there are. We missed the San Diego Fun Fly, May fifteenth through May seventeenth. Hmm. And then we'll tell us for you. The Heli Bash in Utah is sometime in June. There's not firm dates yet. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it for now. In the timeline that we have in our events. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we wanted to add this for sure because uh, you know, like Mike, uh, in, you know, had mentioned earlier, these these sort of help keep clubs alive, you know, because of the landing fees and whatnot. And um, some of them break even. Some are able to put something back, which you know, again, is how they keep their fields maintained and allow us to be able to come to such you know amazing events, especially like you know spring fling. You know, for example, you know, it's it's a big place and it's a lot to take care of. And of course, they built those facilities for us, like Joe Nall as well, you know, with the uh, facilities for, for, you know, everyone there. And uh, this stuff doesn't come cheap, you know, so coming to the events helps, you know, pay for these things or at least contributes. So, yeah, and not just that, but it gets other people involved too. I mean, I'm right. sure Ben and, and Bob can say that going to events gets you all hyped up and excited again about RC helicopters. Mm -hmm. For sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it really does. Yep. 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 But when you go, make sure you support the clubs because, like, from a club's perspective, uh, I'm the president of our club and we pay rent for our property. So we would not be able to maintain that property and keep the rent going if we did not have fun flies and that people did not 
come and uh, support us. So make sure you're going and uh, have some fun. Absolutely. All right. Well, any parting words, Yard Sale? Uh, Joe Null 2020. Make yep. Joe Null great again. That's it. Uh, get your ass out and fly. There it is. <laughs> Hashtag Gasser 2020. Yes, Gasser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Year of the cat in heat. Yeah. <laughs> they made me crash my Gasser at this event. I'm pretty sad. Hey, <laughs> we didn't talk about something that happened no. at the event, Scott. Yeah, someone had this bright idea to say, hey, there's an auto contest. You in? I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And then I realized that they're dragging out a table and a mat. And they're like, oh, we're autoing oh. to the table. And you're first. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. right, let's." Uh, I guess if everyone's doing it, I'll do it. And uh, tried to start the Glogo. Glogo didn't start because I'm an idiot and I wasn't paying attention. And my fuel line was pinched and I didn't think it was. So tried to start it till my battery died in my starter and then just grabbed the gasser out of frustration <laughs> gave it a shot did the auto came in i thought it was over the table plot twist was not over the table hit the table <laughs> broke the blades <laughs> and then got pretty upset and grabbed my glow got it started and landed it next try nice. and then because i wanted to revenge the death of my gasser i did it again but i did it inverted nice. so quick question yeah how many people did it after you? I don't know. Two? And okay. I, did anybody else land it? I don't think anyone else landed it. Because they uh, said it was a competition, but it sounds like it was a trap for you to bring it, it anyone else really did it. It was completely a trap. I know that Zach Wydell tried it, and he lost his Black Thunder. It crashed. Mm. And then I don't, I don't think anyone else did. I can't. Anyone else comment? I don't know. We missed that whole thing. We did. I have, oh. I have video of you doing it successful, Scott, so I'll get you. I got you on that. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. But that was fun. But yeah, I got conned into killing my gasser. So gasser <laughs> hashtag twenty twenty except for February. <laughs> oh gosh. Well at least Heli Direct is carrying parts for you now. Thank goodness. I'm gonna go right. place an order. Yeah. Get on over there. Helidirect.com. <laughs> <laughs> Amy. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> my throat. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode. This has been episode number 14, and uh, it's been the RCHO wrap-up. And, man, you guys, it was a good one. I'm going to be back, that's for sure. So we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Later. Let me get one of them bell beefers with no tomato on it. I'll be the nice host also, and I'll say thanks for joining us, Bob and Ben. Oh, oh yeah, thanks, Bob and Ben. We really thanks appreciate you us. taking a couple hours out of your night, you know, to hang out with us goofs. Not. Well, thanks for having <laughs> us. <laughs>
<laughs> so like the teacher from Charlie Brown. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking too. All right, catch you later. Sure, it's fine. It's hilarious. I called you back for a reason. See you later. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> of all people, that's funny. Okay, we good? Okay, go. <laughs> I love that that still gets laughs. It's awesome. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> parts are always funny. The best part is I don't is. know. Yeah, me neither. What's that? It's I don't like know who it is. Fart man. It's you, Mike. You know it is. <laughs> it wasn't me. Because you're the one who do that. Mike it sounds doesn't know. magical. It magical. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, hi! It's magical. I can taste the it. The recording. <laughs> Next I, time I'll... there's a pregnant pause, just <laughs> okay. Left <laughs> the roast bun in there for you. Eh? <laughs> exactly. Ooh, I pinched one off too soon. Uh... Got the turtle head poking on. <laughs> oh, I, I like to have a go of that filly. <laughs> Would you like to touch my titties? <laughs> everybody likes their own brand don't they i can't read the notes it was like it's like being in an apartment building you know it's like what's that plus crap it's like ooh, what are they cooking (laughs) isn't this magical one of my wires broke Oh boy. Are we done? No. Okay. I don't know. Are you <laughs> done? Catch, catch your breath. <laughs> You've been going by yourself for 10 minutes. <laughs> my, cheek, my cheeks hurt. I can't, <laughs> I can't see the screen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Last one. Last one. You ready? Yeah. Oh, it got a little squinchy there at the end, didn't it? <laughs> That's a keeper. <laughs> What you like some chicken? Uh, you just saw your yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've tried oh. dating. You know, the zone. Oh, cow car. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Are you sure? For an hour? <laughs> sure, you don't want to take a movie break? Uh, I really hope you you were serious about not editing this. I uh, I might have watched that movie a few times. <laughs> Just a few. Only a few. Only a few. All right, here we go. Shut up, everybody. Okay. All right. All right, welcome back. So, part of our show this evening, I want to say that. That sounds stupid. <laughs> Hang on. We went to a swamp meet and we picked up three <laughs> 3D printers. I went to a dirt mall. <laughs> um, how was I going to say this? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Here we go. You ready? All right. Here we go. We've been ready. All right, let's pause for just a second. I just dumped over an entire thing of water. Hold on. (laughs) Good job, Kevin. (laughs) All right, let's keep this podcast rolling. We don't need Kevin. Okay. You done yet? I'm an idiot. Well, we know that, but is it cleaned up yet?
I spilled my water too. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's Mike's fault. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a mouthful. Nice. And then all of a sudden, I did. Nice. Okay, maybe it was my fault. <laughs> uh, I heard somebody farting. So <laughs> it's exactly what happened. Yep. Like you know, when you're just finishing a drink and there's just like just enough where it's like a little more than a mouthful, but you can do this. Well, I could do it unless. Said. Yeah. Exactly. Oh fuck. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Oh gosh. Oh. All right. Please don't put all that in. Please edit that's, some of that out. That's going to be the intro. Yeah, I think so. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> stop! Ridiculous. Got no gas in it. French fried taters. Oh man. All right. Anyway, so. Jay Treadway. <laughs> that was definitely a queef. <laughs> One of us is lying. <laughs> Who knew that I could entertain Scott so well? I didn't. I had no so idea. Bad. I had no idea. <sighs> yeah. So, can can we name this episode? The popping of the chill out cherry. So, no. so, <laughs> I don't like, know, so I don't know. How, well, <laughs> there's there's a story behind this, and it makes me wonder if I should bring it up. But yeah, bring it up. But Rob Cole was like, he's just like, listen, if you want me to listen, then you got to put my name in the title so I know which one to listen to. Oh shit! Yeah, so, Rob Cole over here. So, right. Exactly. So I thought maybe it'd be kind of funny to do, you know, something like to the effect of that. You know what I mean? Just put Rob Cole this one. Yes, I right. agree. Rob Cole this one. Okay, sounds good. I think I think he would get a huge kick out of that for one. I think that'd be yeah. A lot of fun. Plus, he'll he'll spread that too. He'll find it hilarious and he'll tell people. <laughs> so when we when we do the shout out things for him, we might want to explain it though, so people aren't like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. You guys ready to bring it back in? No. All right. You're I on guess. deck for uh, Ben and Bob. So who wants to go first? Yeah, I don't know. We'll sort of kind of go together, right? Maybe. All right. You guys are going right. together? Well, I can. For how long? You want to yeah. go, Ben? <laughs> oh, Alternate words. All right. We'll start out with Ben since Bob stole the show last time. Rochambeau for There you it. go. All right, and uh, are we done now? Because I don't even know what that means, but it's okay. Oh man, can we play sometime? I'll show Kevin's you how to play. Kevin's getting salty. Kevin's yeah. salty today. I don't know what that means. Always salty. Kevin quit it. I don't. I don't know what it means. It's a game where you kick Some each other grumpy. as hard as you can in the nuts, and you take turns. If you kick as hard as you can, you've pissed off your alternate guy, and now he's going to come at you. So you better either go as hard as you can to knock him down off his feet. Or you go soft and you pray to God he shows you mercy. Sounds that like a great time. The Rochambeau. Yeah. It's why like do, paper, scissors, rocks for men. Why do yeah, I Google it? it. Why do people I play this rock, game? Paper, scissors. Why do I you do said it this wrong. every two weeks? 
Yeah. It's a dying sport, though, because everyone who plays it doesn't have kids. It's a dying sport. (laughs) (laughs) We call that Darwinism. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Not as big as it used to be, but... (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, So, talking about combat, you know, Jay had asked, you know, uh, if there's anything we could do or, or ideas we had to make these things more fun, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I guess Shaggy had said that um, it should be like one helicopter against, you know, quite a large handful of airplanes, like foamy airplanes or whatever. And um, I think I've talked about this before, but and, and this was a very long time ago. It was... <laughs> and um and i thought man that'd be pretty cool like we all should pull together and and build some of these foam airplanes and and let you know a 700 come after us or whatever you know that'd be pretty cool no okay Uh, (laughs) i don't know you lost me at airplanes i zoned out yeah yeah, we all went to sleep when you started talking about the blanks. <laughs> I, Mike didn't snore. Uh, oh, Mike heard I don't think Mike's there anymore. Excited. Little yeah. ears perked up. Yeah, I'm still here. 